expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts. Boom, 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 Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the J. King Network, and buckle up. We're going to have a great day today. It's going to be a rough and rugged ride. Dr. Dre with the high top fade. Good morning, Adrian Lord. Good morning, everyone. It's about that time. Let's make it do what it do. Brother Reverend Ali. Talk too much, J. Mute you. Sang a little song, J. Mute you. J. Mute me with brutality. So come on and call and see. So you can see. Oh, J. Mute me. J. Mute me. J. Mute me. I tell you, J. Mute me. Right on, John. Um, you are right with me. Jana Marie said, only Ali got that false pedal. Ver- Vertical said, that's the Rev Ali we know right there. No, Come no, right Vertical. There. No. <laughs> you shut your ass up, Vertical. Don't you say shit, <laughs> nigga. Excellent job, brother. We finna find out if picking boogers and eating them is nutritious. Go ahead, Jay. Read it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, first of all, let me ask you a question. Are you suggesting that Vertical eat his boogers? All life. Um, I believe that is the reason why he's so big and looks like a bowling ball. They say if you eat boogers, you'll grow three holes in your back, and then you'll start to roll up, Jay. Say the bumper ball, you were right, uh, Dre. You ain't got no three holes in your back, so I know you don't eat boogers. Good morning, Willie Zen. Willie Zen, chat room is open today. Chat room is open. The the mute button is working. Uh, Some people suggest that picking your nose and eating your boogers boosts your immune system. However, there's no scientific evidence that supports this. In fact, Eating boogers may cause negative health effects. Mucus, also known as boogers, 
trap the dust and germs before they reach your your lungs. Um, is eating boogers bad for you? Um, are there any benefits to eating boogers? Good morning, Akbar. The reason why we're talking about boogers, you guys, is Ali is suggesting that uh, Vertical eats his boogers. And so Ali wanted to know if there was any truth. Uh, I, n- no, I don't, um, Greg. Are there any benefits to eating boogers? There isn't a significant amount of research surrounding eating boogers because most people won't agree to participate in the studies. However, Scott Knapper, an associate professor of biochemistry at the University of Saskatchewan, in a humorous attempt to engage his students, suggests that eating boogers may actually have some helpful effects. Napper says that eating boogers exposes the body to mucus that has trapped bacteria In theory, the body could build up an immunity to the bacteria in this mucus and then be more equipped to fight against future illness-causing bacteria. Sometimes picking the nose, but not necessarily eating the boogers, may seem like a more convenient way to clean out the nose versus using the tissue. If this is the case, you may wish to do so in private and wash your hands after to avoid the spread of potential infectious diseases. Good morning, Lee Beth Fletcher. What are the risks of eating boogers? A significant body of research doesn't exist to support or name the risks of eating boogers. However, there is a study that found those who picked their noses were more likely to carry the bacteria Staphylococcus aureus than those who didn't pick their nose. Some chronic nose pickers may also experience nosebleeds as well if they pick so much they affect the tissue inside their nose. Nose. Uh, good morning, Jeff Carlin. How much would it take for y'all to eat somebody else's boogers? <laughs> uh, uh, good morning, uh, DJG121. Um, would, uh, so, Ali, how much, if somebody said they would pay you Anything you wanted to eat somebody's boogers that they picked out their nose, you watch them pick out their nose and put the burger down. How much would you? How much would you? They have to. How much would they be able to pay you to order to eat somebody's boogers? They they couldn't pay me a dime, J King. That motherfucker might have AIDS or something like that. He might be eating an AIDS booger or HIV booger. I can't go out like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a nasty shit. What about you? Would you? Uh, but would any of you got, But um, I got to be uh, the price for me is up. So Jeff Carlin said he eat somebody's boogers for two thousand dollars. Good morning, Marissa. Nah, I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't eat me. nobody's boogers for two million dollars. Give me a half a B and some and some hot sauce. I'll try it. You would. Hell yeah. If you it was that nasty motherfucker. I have yeah, and that, I don't give a fuck. You would talk eat about somebody me. you would eat somebody else's boogers. Wow. If it was a half a billion dollars or a half a billion dollars. Yes the fuck I would. Call me what you want. 
Um, 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 Jacqueline said in a life and death situation, the uh, uh, Gregory Beasley says, have you ninjas eat ass? So eating boogers is not out of the realm of possibility. Exactly. <laughs> I eat no ass. I'm not eating nobody's ass. <laughs> we probably and if a bitch asked me to eat her ass, she, she ain't, we ain't, whatever relationship was happening is over. Right. shots at me you know what i mean and i got a and when i go on facebook i get a notification that says vertical mention my name right so then i gotta go on your page and look through about two three hundred comments because you know you got a lot of groupies on your page jk and uh so i fizz through them and then and then i it take me about 10 minutes and then i find it right and then i see the stuff that he's saying to me so i, I clicked on this picture right so let me see what he looked like. You know, this was a while back. I, and I looked at him, and I said, uh, damn, this nigga's big. This is a, this a big old nigga. I mean, and he's short, too, because you could tell in his pictures, you got people that that's taller than him, and he real short and big and round. So I looked at his beard and, and, and his nose and his beard and his mustache, and I said, this nigga look like he eat boogers. 
and I was wondering if boogers was nutritious or not, because maybe he could continue to eat boogers and lose weight. That's why I was. <laughs> so, so, so Vern, <laughs> you're crazy, man. This is. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Ali wanted to talk about boogers this morning. I wanted to find out if uh, they were nutritious. And um, mm-hmm. apparently, um, yeah, um, what are the risks of eating boogers? A significant body of research doesn't exist to support or name the risk of eating boogers. However, there's a study that found that if you pick your nose, your nose can start bleeding. If you know somebody whose nose uh, bleeds a lot, they probably are, nose pickers, and maybe booger eaters. You don't know, but we know for certain there's a good possibility that they're picking their nose. That's why it's bleeding all the time. Children are especially prone to nose picking since they may not have learned alternative methods, such as blowing their nose. Good morning, Cal Williams. They also tend not to be bothered by things that many adults find socially unacceptable or gross. Uh, John Beckman says, ever see that guy on ESPN named Booger McFarland? Who in the hell names their kid Booger? Makes no damn sense to me. Obviously, Booger is, a, is not his real name, John, but because you have CTE, you uh, <laughs> might believe that his first name is Booger. And so let me just tell you guys, John Beckman is the only person who suffers from CTE that's still alive. Normally, you have to be dead before you before that diagnosis can be made. But because of his ignorance level, we've made um, that we've made that uh, uh, diagnosis for him here without him having to die. So, um, picking their nose and eating boogers, then touching other household objects and other people's skin could potentially increase the risk for spreading viruses and bacteria such as the flu or the common cold. Also, nose picking can cause sores in the child's nose, which could turn into, into lead to further nose picking. Um, what, did I, what did I miss? What challenge did I miss? Jay, you've got to read my challenge. What is the challenge? That, um, okay, a bite. bite the tip of a turd or a booger. I'm not, I'm not even dealing with that. That, I'm not even dealing with that, Jeff Carlin. That's a disgusting and despicable challenge that only white folks think about. That's not shit that black people even consider. That's just shit that shit that talks to you. Let's see who can piss the furthest. That shit that white folks do. That's what, that ain't that. Ain't that, ain't that. Um, King, Nurse Gray doesn't eat any woman's vagina. But the word on the street is that he will suck any man just telling what they're saying about in the streets about white people think white people, you know, because you know, white people um do shit like um let's go out in the snow, man, with no we we just do our shorts on. Let's let's go out in the snow and play football. We just do our shorts on, man. If you say that to a black person, they gonna ask you if you out of your 
if you out of your whole mind. Good morning, um, Muff, Muffler. Good morning, Michael Niner Jordan. So, um, yeah. Where am I? Oh, um, I'll be I'll be at my house this weekend, Muff. So you can either, if you want to see me this weekend, I'm home. I'm leaving tonight. I'll be home Friday and Saturday. If you want to come by, have lunch or something, let me know. Uh, I'll take you out to lunch. And then you can give me my jersey there. I got my jersey from Lucky Witherspoon from his son that played for the Rams. I got my, my Witherspoon jersey, Rams. NFL, this is a real this is a real NFL jersey I got here. His son signed it for me. So um, um Muffler got the um Muffler got the, the female football football league, the all women football league. He's he he's big on that. Um nose picking in adults. While many people associate nose picking with childhood, adults eat their boogers too. Um, in adulthood, several contributing factors can lead to this behavior. Uh, first habit, a habit can become so normal to a person, person that they might not even realize they're picking their nose and eating their boogers. Second, the nose picking may be a way of relieving anxiety. And some people, compulsive nose picking may be a form of obsessive compulsive disorder. Let me tell you guys, this is a true story. This is an actual true story. One day, I'm driving. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm at a stop sign. A white guy pulls up right next to me uh, in his car, and he's looking straight ahead, and he goes in his nose, and he pulls a booger out, and he starts rolling it up. And, I mean, and I'm looking, I'm like, this mother. This, 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 <laughs> like he digging and he's rolling his booger up, and then he eat it, and I'm honking my horn. I see you, I see you, you nasty motherfucker. Service back day. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. That's some nasty shit. Oh man, it was nasty. And I was honking, I see you. <laughs> oh, shit. John Beckman said, disgusting, oh. fucking Peckwood. Yeah, he know it all. John Beckman. John Beckman. <laughs> you know what? Ever since John Beckman is the first white man I know that loved the word Peckwood. <laughs> he left the word Peckerwood. <laughs> In some countries, boogers are a delicacy, is what Gregory Beasley said. I don't want to be in that country. I know, I know that in some countries, escargot or eating a snail is a delicacy. Yeah. Yeah, Jan Marie said you're welcome because she's the one who introduced Pecklewood to John Beckman, but John Beckman claimed it as his own. How to stop eating boogers? 
So for those of you in, in um, you guys are on my coffee up this morning. <laughs> but uh, Bernard, Bernard, I apologize. Escargot isn't good, um, Jeff. Escargot is a motherfucking snail on any day of the week, and you can eat it. I'm not going to have that. That's like some people eat chocolate-covered roaches. No, thank you. What about them big booty no, ants? Uh, and now um, Andre is talking about the big booty ants. Doctor, I mean, Dre is talking about the big booty ants. Dre, what is it about the big booty ants that you're attracted to? They're kind of good. Have you had the big booty ant before? I don't know if they were the big booty ants, but they were ants, and they were pretty big. And you I didn't even know what they were. Yeah. John Beckman said, hypothetical, if you were in South Korea and you had two dinner choices, burgers or dog, which do you think, which, which would you eat? Um, John Beckman, I would, I, I, would, I, would go on, I would go on a fast. Jeff Carl said, first time for me, it was covered in marinara sauce, and my dad talked me into it because I, I felt the same as you. It's a fucking snail. But you ate it. So let me tell you, good morning, Jelena. First time I've seen escargot, uh, it was in um, the south of France. No, it was in Switzerland uh, for the Montreux Rock Festival. We were there. Uh, everybody was there, Thompson Twins, uh, uh Cameo, Run DMC, uh, uh, Beastie Boys, um, Gregory Abbott. I mean, everybody. Everybody was there. And um, me, Valerie, and um, Russell Simmons went to this little, uh, this little cafe thing. Good morning, Christy Graham. And... Um, Russell Simmons ordered escargot and I said it was snail and asked if I wanted some. I said no. He talked Valerie into eating one. She did. And he was, um, there was this, this woman. She wasn't, she was, um, uh, Russell was very sissified now, Jeff Carlin. You like Russell Simmons. He's very sissified and he might, you know. Um, anyway, Russell started asking the woman if she wanted to sell him some pussy, and you know she she, she couldn't she couldn't speak English, but I mean it was very rude and 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 I had to I had to get up out of there. John Beckman said I have a good idea. Let's send Fred some chocolate covered boogers and see if he can tell the difference. Um, good morning, Kamara. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me and Russell, me and me and Leor um, were better friends than me and Russell. But me and Russell were cool. But me and Leor Cohen were friends because um, when when Run DMC first started, I brought them to Anchorage, Alaska, and um, Leor Cohen was the road manager. Mm-hmm. He cool dude. True story. And whenever I went to New York, 
and Lior knew I was there, he would always take care of me. He was always very kind to me. Good morning, Veronica. Um, Veronica uh, Burks. Russell is like is like that to disrespect a woman he didn't know. Yeah, he was very dis. It was it wasn't cool, and it wasn't some shit. I wanted to. It wasn't some shit I wanted to be around. I, you know, I, I, I um, but you know, um, that whole the whole industry is a thing that you got to protect yourself from. If you don't, if you don't protect yourself from it, that month it, it will eat you whole, swallow you up. Mm-hmm. Um, when eating boogers is a habit, it can be difficult to stop, but not impossible. So try these tips for beating the habit. Identify underlying causes. And this is just for you booger eaters. Um, Real Greg Rebisa says calamari is another weird food people like. Uh, Christy Madison, I never liked a man with money and power that acted as if we women owed them something. You know, it was the, the, the music industry was very uh, disrespectful to women, very disrespectful, uh, and treated women in a subservient manner. And, and, and that's why when um, the women that worked at my office and that worked in management and stuff, I would tell them, if, if anybody in, is disrespectful to you, you tell me. If I'm being disrespectful to you, tell me. Um, because I know how despicable the industry was. Uh, Christy Graham said, absolutely right, Jay. Even when you work for the entertainment attorneys, that's why I got the hell away from all that. Mm-hmm. So uh, is, that enough, is that enough booger talk for you, Ali? Did, did we cover the boogers enough for you? Uh, Jay oh, yes, said, calamari yes, is often good also. That's actually one of my favorites to order in a sushi restaurant. But you got to get mm-hmm. fried. The people they, don't. They, they eat. They go from boogers to talking about unhealthy calamari. You know, you, you people are sick out there. You need to change your diet. And Jay King, yeah, I'm done with the booger, uh, the booger class. But I want you to keep this uh, book of the booger class somewhere over there on your shelf, just in case we got to bring it back out. Okay, I'll keep the booger book. I'll keep the booger book around. <laughs> So yesterday, so, so, um, so I don't get the chance. I can't record like, um, like I did when I was making records all the time. So I, I get it in in different places. I, I work here. I work there. Sometimes late at night. Sometimes early in the morning. Yesterday, I was able to do just a little work when I got off the air um, on radio. And so I'm working on the Bossa Nova album that I'm that I'm doing. And I'm going to call it, I think I'm going to call it modern bossa nova, not nouveau bossa nova. Um, but um, I'm writing this song called Every Day. And songwriting, you know, it, start, it, it goes in, um, in stages for me. First, I have to make sure that the melody is a catchy melody. And then I have to make sure the lyric is a, is a interesting and attractive lyric. And then I have to make sure that the, the production and the music is, is right where I want it to be. And then um, 
and then I have to make sure that um, um, the um, um, I have to make sure that all of the uh, the color that makes a, a, a song beautiful and long-lasting are there. So I, I'm not to the color yet. Good morning, John McCartney. McCartney. This is just um, now I'm getting the structure to the production in place, but you got to get a chance here. So that is that is the the skeleton of the song. Good morning, Adrian Jasper. That is the skeleton. So then, so you know, you see all that open space. So you see the basic melody, and then there are counter melodies that are going to go in that are, that to that to those melodies. So the I know our love will be in motion, but there's counter melodies to that. Uh, and then there are um, nice on that too. There are um, colorful parts that will come in, so you'll have you have the, the constant beat. But um, so the song is about twenty five thirty percent done. So there's so many more elements, so many more parts to producing um, to producing a record and to making a song into a record. There are a lot of people that have songs. They have good songs, but they don't turn them into good records. 
because they don't take all the steps to making a song a record. Right. And then um, once the song becomes the record, based on the production, the quality of the production determines how how far that record will go, and then how far it will go outside of the era it was made. And that's what makes um, that's what makes Motown so phenomenal and so attractive because they had so many artists um, that that came out of the era that that are still around. Mm-hmm. Jeff, uh, um, would you have a piano part in there? Um, there is a piano There's part. A in there. You can hear the piano part. Rose piano though. Good morning, Santa. You don't hear the piano in there? Nigga, I know you couldn't see, but your hearing should be uh, <laughs> exacerbated. It's a rose all over there. Yeah. That's the main chord is a rose. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I'm working on it. Good morning, Snitchy Smurder. Uh, <clears throat> so today is um, uh, good morning. What December? Uh, good morning, Snitch. Uh, Wednesday, December 27th, uh, no, Thursday, I'm sorry, today is Thursday, December 28th, Yes, it is. And I'm going to do the daily word. Uh, Brother Reverend Ali is going to do the word of the day, and we're going to get this show started right. Uh, So relax, R-E-L-A-X, relax is the daily word. I relax into the truth of myself as a divine being. No matter what might be placing demands on my time and energy, I let my, I still take time to care for myself. I let my thoughts quiet so I might hear the still, small voice of spirit within whispering. Rest. As I affirm, I am in God and God is in me, I release my tension. In a few moments of respite, I repeat that affirmation while I return to the awareness of oneness. In this space, I feel myself relax. As I do, my view of life broadens and I can see beyond my obligations and day-to-day concerns. This outlook helps me to put my life in perspective. I am a spiritual being. Endowed with the strength, will, and power of God, I relax into the awareness that no matter what I may face, I am more than equipped to meet it with ease and grace. Today's Bible verse is Psalms 116.7. Return, O my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. Brother Reverend Ali, Amen. what is the word of the day? OG, the word of the day is round, spelled <laughs> R-O-U-N-D. 
And the definition for round is shaped like a approximately like a circle or cylinder. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence. Some of J. King's friends on his chat room are very round. round. I knew you were going to go there. I do it. Um. Oh, okay. Um. So, um, yesterday on the third hour of power, um. We were talking about um, women and uh, their roles with with their children. <laughs> their boy children in particular. And how women can sometimes um, become too overprotective. And some people, some people don't don't think that's so. Some people don't believe that you know that, that, that they think that you should be able to, you should protect your kids. And I know women um, really are big on protecting protecting their children. Yeah. <clears throat> However, we live in a we live in a world now where um, boys are becoming very sensitive and emotional and um and it's because their mothers good morning Delphine Dolphin um their mothers are um are starting to coddle, coddle them um and some people are saying um you know that uh that mothers use the children to um, to punish the fathers. But so they'll you use know, the adventures. It, it fucks the young, young, yes. it fucks boys up though from being a man, and that's the problem I had with my son. Mother created them too damn much, and you know my baby, my baby. I'm like. He's a fucking grown man. And I threw his ass out. I put him out at 20. He was 20. I said, you got to go, nigga. Be a man. And I cut him off. And I didn't, I mean, you know, it kind of hurt a little bit, but I had well, to morning, do it. Yes. But his mother and his grandmother, oh, he's a baby. He's that our son, my baby, my baby. And it fucks him, and it um, fucked him Greg up. Greg Beasley said there has to be a balance. A boy needs a male role model and male discipline. Um. Um, Vernicle said, when my son turned 12, I made my wife take her titty out of his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So let me tell you guys, um, my boys probably hated me at at a certain time. Um, because I'm, because I'm tough on boys. Mm -hmm. I'm tough on boys because... Boys have to grow up to be men. Exactly. Good morning, Matt. And um, and women, uh, 
have a tendency of telling men how sorry they are. But um, but they don't um, they don't know how sorry they make men when they're mm-hmm. their little boys, the little boys that they're coddling, that they're that they're protecting, that they're uh, 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 shielding, is going to grow up to be that man that they look at and they call sorry. They produce the sorry ass men. And um, when my boys were nine, when my boys were nine, they knew that when they turned 11, that I wasn't giving them any more money. And the only way they could get money from me is if they came work at my office in the summertime. So every summer they would come and work at my office. It's how they made money. They would make a couple of thousand, I think about $3,200 for the summer, and that would be the money that they used to buy their school clothes and whatever else they wanted to do. Exactly. When my sons turned 11, when my sons turned 11, they knew when they turned 15 that they couldn't work for them anymore. They had to go find their own job. That I wasn't, I wasn't going to take care of them. That they had to find their own way. So from 11 to 15, my boys came to work for me when they turned 15. My son Jay, he lived with me. John lived with his mom. Jay went and got a job down the street at the at the um, local market, and that's where he worked until he graduated. When my sons turned 15, they knew that at 18 they couldn't live with me. Uh, but I started telling them that at nine, so they knew by 15, from nine to 15, it had been reinforced that two sets of hairy nuts can't live in the same house. Right. Andre Henley said, I saw a study that said children that grow up in a, in a female-only household fare worse than children that grow up in a male household or two-parent home. John Carlin said, yep, I mean, Jeff Carlin said, yep, when I got divorced 25 years ago, I had to tell my kids I don't have money like I used to, um, and I can't do what I used to. Consequently, as a byproduct of that, both of my kids learned how to fend for themselves. Best thing that could have happened to them. Yeah. So, you hey, man, um, that should start early, man, because if, if it wasn't for my dad, man, me and my brother probably be sissies or some shit. That's how, how yeah. fucked up my mom was. And I love my mother, and she was a good mother, but she wasn't hard on us. My dad was very fucking hard. And my dad was a military guy. So he didn't play none of that little sissy shit. He was just hard, you know. Nigga, you better not cry. Nigga, get a job. Nigga, you got to work. He made me fucking rake leaves and shovel snow to get fucking money. I mean, he was just hard. But my mom was... No, don't be like that. No, no. Fuck that. Mommy issues is a term used to describe the issues female face later in life due to the relationship they had with their mother as a child. When referring to males having mommy issues can mean being too close to their mother or seeking a partner who is like their mother, often comparing the two. While these challenges can manifest differently in males and females, they're no less real. 
If the mother was unkind and continuously critiqued the child's appearance, for instance, it can compromise the child's self-worth for years to come. Although mommy issues isn't an actual clinical term, the concepts behind it can often be explained with psychological theories. This is partially because the role of a mother is still widely considered to be the most important, especially in early childhood. The idea of daddy issues is thrown around pretty frequently. However, the notion that someone may experience mommy issues can be just as prevalent as, the, as these issues can pop up for anyone who had a toxic, estranged, or even overly doting relationship with their mother or mother figure. Um, my dad was a my dad was a tough man. My dad my dad was a uh, was a tough man. And when I say my dad, I'm talking about Donnell Bridges, because that was my dad. That was my dad in the household with me for the majority of my childhood. Mr. King was is my father. That's who raised me, and I saw him in the summertime. I saw him on different breaks. But as a young man growing up, my dad was a tough man, and he made me tough. All that crybaby shit, you couldn't, if you know, if you was out in the street and you was playing and you, and you fell down and you skinned your knee up and you started crying, he'd say, shut that shit up. Exactly. Motherfucking ass shouldn't be out there playing on the cement if you can't take it. Get your ass up. I'm going to give you something to cry about. Mm-hmm. Um, real great beast, he said, mothers can have a powerful effect on their sons just as a girl gets her sense of worth and self-esteem primarily from her father. Mm, my mother, that, that's, that's, go ahead. My mother made me believe I could do anything, but she also said, it, you know, you can do anything you want to do. You can be president mm-hmm. if you want to, but it, it's, it's going to be hard work. you got to be ready to do the hard work. My mother also was the first person to tell me just because somebody white don't mean they're your best I mean your just because somebody black don't mean they're your best friend. Good morning, Tito Rogers. Good morning, Lynn. Just because somebody um white don't mean they're your worst enemy. You judge people based on how they treat you. And in the same breath my mother said, In order for you to be equal, you gotta be ten times better. The white man don't know what equality look like. He just know how to say the word. That's what I grew up on. My daddy said, uh, uh, you better you better be successful. Everybody waiting for you to fail. So you got to, so the kids become what the parents put in them. So if the kids become fearful, it's because the parent has been putting fear in the child. If the, if the kid becomes hateful, it's because the parent has been putting hate in the child. And that's when I hear you guys, when I tell you guys, when I hear people say things that are bigoted, prejudiced, biased, a racist, and that's black folk or anybody else. I call it what it is. And that's why I love my mom so much. 
my mom was a my mom was just a good person. She's just a wonderful woman, but she'll fuck you up. My mom was no punk. My mom my mom was a thumper. My daddy said that my mom would um when they was when my Mr. King, he said when they was together that my mother would beat somebody up going into the club and somebody going out of the club. I said, why? He said, because they was looking at me. A woman looked at me. She she whooped on them going in and coming out. Good morning, hey. D-Rod. Monkey said, Jay has a couple of great sisters, too. That's because Monkey met my sister, Dion and Terry. We we have to we got to be honest enough. Um, Andre Henley said I used to hate when I hear my mother say her kid is so bad. No, I don't know why. There's some bad motherfuckers out there. Um, you got to call it. See, that's another thing. If you got some badass kids, good, good morning, Mr. J D. Henry. You got to call them out. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't have a problem snatching a snatching a knot in a motherfucker. Because some kids are bad. See, we're liars, too. We're great liars. And when I say we, I'm talking about the black community. We say things like we're a loving community. But we kill each other. Right. Go look at our communities right now. Go, Go look at a black community right now and tell me that it's better today than it was 50 years ago. A damn lie. Show me the black community that was better, that's better today than it was 50 years ago. Go show me. Mm-hmm. We talk about um, black women say how much they love black men, but then you call a pol- you're going to call the police on the motherfuckers. And lie. And lie. I'm going to tell you guys a story. This is a true story. One day, police captain calls me and says, hey, so-and-so, um, this guy had been in trouble with the police before, but it was a situation that was the police fault. And so, um, and, and him and his girl, they got into it. Captain calls me and says, hey, uh, so-and-so's girl said he has a gun. I don't want to send um, officers out after him and he make a sudden move and something happen. Can you call him first? And I said, yeah. So I called him and I said, hey, man, you and your girl got into it. Police called me and said that you got a gun. He said, I don't have no gun. That's a goddamn lie. I knew he didn't have a gun just by the way he responded. I called the captain back. I said, Go back, have your officers go back to the house and press her because he doesn't have a gun. They go back to her, and then she says, well, I don't know if he has a gun for sure. And then they, you know, and they knew he didn't have a gun at that point. But just imagine if the captain don't know me. And this woman, this black woman who love her black men say, he got a gun, and then the police go out there after him, and he make a sudden move. He turn around real fast, and they going after him based on her saying he has a gun. 
and then he he doesn't have a gun, and they shoot him, kill him. Good morning, embrace greatness, and we're gonna say the police killed another innocent black man who didn't have a gun. But what we're not gonna say is his girlfriend helped him get killed. She's the one who did that because we won't know the backstory. Veronica Burke said, I've had friends from single family, and they are independent, kind-hearted, strong-minded as well. I know people from two-family homes that are very horrible people as well, as I'm just as lazy or self-centered. It's who raised them and how well have they received their childhood teaching. A hood rat can come out of Beverly Hills. Um, Good morning, Gail. Bernard Middlebrook said, I'm amazed at how my kids and grandkids turned out. I'm not the best role model. I believe my transparency and honesty really helped my kids. Absolutely it did. Mark Brown, how you doing? Happy holidays to you, sir. All I'm saying is, you know, we, we got to take accountability for, for where we are in the game of life. We have to take, you know, um, and then we have to take accountability for our kids. If your kids are better than you, you've done a great job. My boys are way better than me, way smarter than me, way more stable than I was at that age, at the age they are right now. And I can only imagine uh, what they're going to My daughter, she's, you know, I have two kids at a college that are going to be college graduates. My son, John, graduated. Jordan is in school now. Shit, I barely made it through high school. And not because I wasn't smart enough. I was, I was mentally gifted. I was in the MGM program. I got moved from one school to the next because I was smart. But but you know when you when you don't have stability in, in in your life, my mom was my stability. My dad, when I went to go live with with my father with Jay King, he wasn't the stability my mom was. But guess what? When I wanted to go back home, my mom said, "No, nigga, you wanted to be there. You got to be there." One of the greatest things she ever done for me taught me how to be my own person. I've never been high before. I ain't never had a drink before. My mom and dad told me how not to be a follower. We, we, um, our kids are in the things, and we don't want to admit it. And when our kids, when something happened to our kids from the things that they're in, and we have to face it, then we make excuses for why our kids are that way, and we say things like the system. And then we start making the system the issue. The system has always been. In my, in, in my estimation, in my head, the system is going to always be. My job is to outsmart the system, to be bigger than it, to be better than it, to be stronger than it to manipulate it for me. Xander said, it's true, Jay, I don't live with my kids, but I'm confident about their behavior and ability, all because I raised them myself. Being present and honest as a dad is the most greatest thing we could do for our children. And so I'm going to say this to mothers. 
I don't care what you think about the daddy. I don't care what you think about the daddy's lifestyle. Your job is to let your child interact, interface with their daddy. And daddies, I'm going to say this to you. I don't care about the mamas, what the mamas did or didn't do, how they are or aren't. If you're the primary parent, your job is to make sure that your child is interfacing with his or her mom. It's your job. It's your duty. It's your duty to, to teach them how to love them. Don't, don't indoctrinate them on the hate and dislike you might have. Teach them how to love them. It'll go, it'll go a long way. The one thing my mom did was never said anything negative about my dad to me. She never said nothing negative. My dad never paid a, a, a day of child support, but she never said anything bad about him to me. It wasn't until I was an older man when um, me and my dad really started hanging out, and I told my dad, I said, yeah, I told my mom, I've been hanging out with my dad, you know. Um, you know, we, we always talk. And he said, she said, yeah, because you're successful. Yeah, because you're successful. And it didn't dawn on me. My mom never said anything negative about my dad. She was like, yeah, the a nigga um, want to hang you. You, you, you did good. Like I said, I see so much in people teaching their kids to live off the system instead of beating the system. It, it's heartbreaking. Jeff Carlin said, I never talk bad about my ex to my kids, but man, did she talk shit about me up one side, down the other. Bernard Middlebrook said, I believe it is very important for a man to pick a responsible mother more than a man want to admit it. Hey, sometimes you just, you, you skeet, skeet, skeeting um, Middlebrook, and you, you ain't picking nobody to be a mother. You're just picking somebody to skeet, skeet, skeet with. And unfortunately, they become the mother. Same with the father. Vertical says, my son broke the family curse of not having outside kids from other women. Vanda said, I'm shocked to hear that y'all were raised the same way as we did. Hard mommy who didn't take shit and calls, calls you on your bullshit when she, when she sees it. We were beat into a stupor if we got out of line. Uh, and Vanda's in South Africa. So just imagine, this is a guy in South Africa who is dealing with this while the apartheid is in effect. Mr. J.D. Henry said, after my parents divorced, my mother was angry at my dad until she died at 90 years old, but I didn't let it affect my relationship with him. Jeff Collins said, I knew my kids would figure it out, figure out the truth for themselves, and they did. And they do. Yep. Kids figure it out. You know, J. King, uh, a lot of a lot of kids and parents they want to stay together for protection too and also for financial stability so not all the time when a kid stays home that they you know reaping all this type of uh on upbringing some some people need to take care of their parents parents might not be working so that the son might stay home and take care of mama now that don't mean he ain't gonna get no pd but 
he ain't home for PD. He home for because mama ain't doing too good well, or daddy ain't doing not, too we're good. Not talking, we're not talking. So, so you guys. I waited till you said everything good. else, Jay. Damn, I just, I just, I just put that. Fucking arguments. That's why I put your dumb ass on mute. That ain't what we're talking about. Anderson, unfortunately, our people, our people out there, here turned to have to adopt it to U.S. culture and let the children rule the household. It's a mess now. Um, Zander, the only reason why children, and Xander's in South Africa, black man in South Africa, the only reason why children anywhere um, run their household is because the parent is either elderly, uh, on drugs, formerly on drugs, or the child is a drug dealer or gang member. That you know that that, that that there's a it's not just it's not just like that in the United States where all kids um, that's the culture of America. That's the culture of addiction and dysfunction. And there's a lot of it, not just um, in um, the United States, but all around the world, even South Africa. Now, Jay so King, obviously, you guys, we're not, we're not talking about people who take care of their families. I know now, listen, because you just start guys, talking about drugs and all that stuff. They had nothing to do. <laughs> um, it has something to do with what, with what he said about um, good morning, Tim. About our people, and what she, what he said that in South Africa that they've turned to what we do in U.S. where the children have taken over. To that parents have relinquished parenting the children. That's what got us into this mess. Uh, that's the reason why I got. The mute button is back. I kind of like the hang-up button better. I'm not going to lie to you guys. They, they seem to have a, a more profound effect. Good morning, Michael Gay. You Fucking with me this morning. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Jay. I think, I think you got South Africa favoritism. That's why your dumb ass is back on mute again. How you doing, John Beckman? Oh, I'm doing better now. I got kicked off of Facebook, so I had to call in. Why? So you you so you worked at getting kicked off of Facebook. You you decided that you were um. No, it had something to do with the booger conversation. You, you, no, you said fuck Facebook. I saw you. You said fuck Facebook. And I fucked yeah, well, the NAACP. Fuck you went on. You went yeah, on a fuck, fuck frenzy. You go. You went on a fuck frenzy, and now you're all, you're they're all Peckerwoods. They're all Peckerwoods in my book. <laughs> J King, you, you can keep uh, putting me on mute. It's okay, but everybody heard. My uh, my dad was a baller. <laughs> my dad was a baller, but he was. Just selfish and obviously didn't care about his future enough because your kids are your future, whether you know it or not. Um, it only made us stronger, though. That's what Michael Nida Jordan said. Janet Marie said CPS was invented during the crack epidemic to take black children from mothers just like slavery. 
<laughs> it's not that that's not it's not just like slavery. Um, take take no, children from no CPS because they won't dope. Um, right. Veronica Burke said it is not always drugs or addiction, Jay. Uh, I see so many young teens running their homes and younger siblings because their parents are always working, working overtime, extra shifts, and hardly at home. I, I agree with that. You um, um, That's also a factor, Veronica. Zambi said our children are worse off in this regard. Girls turn to be a little more in control, but we need to be presently, apparently, present parent to our children. Mm-hmm. All right. I okay. hear you, Jay. I, I can't say okay. nothing on this subject, y'all. <laughs> you can. You just... Don't worry. No, it's all right. I can't say nothing. It's okay. Everybody heard the unfair, the, the unfair that you did me <laughs> wouldn't let me speak. So you can't unmute that. That's okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Ollie. I'll speak for you today. You just sit back and relax. No, I'm, I'm good, John. We, I'm, I don't need white men speaking for me, but you're good, though. You're my pop. <laughs> Keep that. Ah, let me get let me let me get into some some gangster shit. So let me get. You already in some gangster shit. You've been gangster mutant all morning. <laughs> I was going to say you've been um, gangstering all morning, dog. <laughs> Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't like this boy, um, Umar, uh, Umar Johnson, what's his name? Good morning. Hey, Tirza, I need you to come and sign some photos. I told you, I need you to come find some, sign some photos. When can you do it? Good morning, Zetro Fly. And you know what, Jay? Fuck that Dr. Johnson, too, while I'm at it. He's a, nothing but a conspiracy. Vanessa Bryant, widow of basketball star Kobe Bryant, has been defended by fans after social media personality Dr. Umar Johnson accused her of not using the late athlete's money to do any good in the black community. He's so greasy. He reminds me of, you know, he remind me of uh, of, uh, of Lovelace now. Um, NBA Hall of Fame, Kobe Bryant, Hall of Famer, 41, and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna Gigi Bryant, were among a group of nine people who were killed when the helicopter they were flying in crashed near Calabasas in January of 2020. The tragic incident saw fans across the globe mourning for the Los Angeles Lakers star. He left behind Vanessa Bryant, his wife of 19 years, and their other three daughters, Natalia, Bianca, and Capri, 27 and 4 years old. That September, Vanessa Bryant filed a civil lawsuit against the Los Angeles County, arguing that the deputies who arrived at the crash scene had used personal cell phones to take and share with gratuitous photos of the dead children, parents, and coaches. In August of 2022, nine jurors unanimously agreed that the photo crash invaded her privacy and caused emotional distress and gave her $16 million. While Vanessa Bryant has largely been supported at public events in the years since her husband's death, Johnson 
who's spoken out against interracial marriages on a number of occasions, expressed unfounded claims about her. And this is sad because, you know, this is, so we talk about racism, but when we become the same racism we talk about, it, 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 it the, the taste is even worse to me. So, because, so um, he, people feel like they get to decide who you or anybody else, you know, are with and because they look like you or not. Um, this is who he picked. Making an appearance on a recent episode of the Joe Budden <clears throat> podcast, Jocelyn took aim at Vanessa Bryant, who was of Mexican descent, over his perception of how she has used her, her money following her husband's death. In a clip shared on X, formerly known as Twitter, Jocelyn is showing Sean saying that Vanessa Bryant inherited Kobe Bryant's wealth, and guess what? Is Vanessa Bryant using any of that black man's money to do any good in a black community? Absolutely fucking not. Um, good morning, Vicki Sanders. Let me tell you guys, this is the same dude that you guys gave a lot of money to, to open up a, a, a school that not He's only a disgrace did for not open saying. up. But, you know, uh, Jay King, Jay King uh, yeah. Umar has been on your network as well several times uh, with uh, uh, Valerie Denise Jones. I just want you to know that he spoke a lot of that shit right here on your network. I don't care. It wasn't on my show. I, I can't. I, I don't. I don't monitor, nor do I uh, 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 edit what you all can say on your shows or not. Um, Veronica said, has anyone seen the commercial where a black woman is scolding her husband and pointing her finger at him in the department store about financing? It just sends so many mixed messages to me. Um, um, Gregory Beasley says, Umar makes his whole living from appearances, views, streams generated by saying outrageous, controversial shit. And that's what I, I, I believe that people find anything they can to be upset about. Um, mm-hmm. I call it the Kathy Bates syndrome. There's a lot of Kathy Bates syndrome amongst us. I don't concern myself with things that don't concern me. That, that don't have an impact on me. If, if, um, if, if, if you see, uh, if, if it was, what's funny, it's a commercial. Who was Kathy Bates? Look at the she movie Misery. 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 A lot of people, a lot of people live in misery. They look for misery. They search yep. for misery. The television programs they watch are about misery. If you're looking, if you're watching, if you're watching a, a, a reality TV show, you are married to misery. Cause, and misery loves company. I don't fuck with misery like that. Jay, I have to admit, I'm not a NASCAR. I'm not a NASCAR fan. Uh huh. I'm not a NASCAR fan, 
but I do. I can't wait for the crashes. That's the reason I'm watching NASCAR. Otherwise, it's well, boring. You, just, you one of them motherfuckers like to see a train wreck. That's what that is. Yeah. But, but you know what? But why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. We live in a world that promotes uh, uh, murder, death, and mayhem. As soon as something bad is happening, as soon as something um, breaking news, but breaking, there's never been breaking news and something good was happening. You've never seen, good morning, Domingo, you've never seen breaking news. Ten new millionaires just popped up on the scene. It is, a, it is exciting. Young people are, you know what you hear? You hear breaking news. Somebody else just broke their neck. You know that, that we got we got a war going on. Breaking, breaking news. news and you know, when, when you when, you can turn on the news channel right now, and it's it's, it's all it, it's all misery. I don't I don't do misery, mm-hmm. and it's funny because. I looked at this, I said, wow, Dr. You know, this woman, uh, Annie Wilkes is the character's name in the movie Misery. Kathy Bates is the Academy Award winning actress who plays her. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Reese. Little, little corrector, baby corrector, corrector junior. Okay, the old saying is if it bleeds, it leads. If what? If it bleeds, it leads. That's the news. So, you know, so you got this kid, this basketball player, um, and just come back. What's his name? From the the Grizzlies. The boy who got him. John Moran. Yeah, yeah, John Moran. His lips are like some of the kids on the Cosby. It's an old Cosby movie, um, you know, Cosby kids. <laughs> but John Moran, John Moran is back playing basketball. John Moran uh, was caught with, um, you know, he was caught uh, with a gun. He was caught with guns and stuff. They said it was real, whatever, whatever. He got suspended for 25 games. He's back playing again. Uh, He's back playing again. Now uh, he did something where he made a shot. He did something like he had guns in his hands. Gregory Beasy says some people can't stand being in a room with themselves. They must have constant chaos. Reese says it's a consumer-driven marketplace. When good news drives the market, good news will dominate the news. Reese knows because Reese is one of those consumers. How do I know? Because last night at um, right, well, right around, what time did he start? He started around five something. No, Jay. Uh, he started about nine o'clock. I was starting to fall asleep, and my phone was 
No. Binging and binging and binging. No, no um, it's, um, let me see. When Jay and Keone. Okay, that was, that was from yesterday. Um, um, so Reese starts with this thing uh, uh, with his shenanigans of sending shit out, and then he, he and Keone get into a, a dance, and it's all night. And I'm like, dude, you are Kathy Bates Jr. What you the little... fuck are they doing? God damn that <laughs> shit. Man, what in yeah. the fuck is that? Yusuf, you were on that thread too, just like me. Remember how much it was banging? Well, I remember you yesterday. You left like a little bitch. Well, I, 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 le- I left in style, baby. Weeping like Mary, looking for the coming, the second coming. That's what you felt like. You felt like you were weeping, and the second coming was about to arrive. Well, I left on a high note, in my opinion. Reese, you drive. Well, no, I was high. But I know you love you love being here, and I'm glad. I'm glad that you. I'm glad you're addicted to Kings in the Morning. Boyfriend returns Reese actually made the third trip. hour of power great. Boyfriend yeah, we had a great returns from trip to find good, girlfriend yeah. had tied his 80-year-old mother to a bed with yellow twine, beat her, and left her laying in her own urine and feces. A 41-year-old woman in Michigan is facing a possible life sentence for allegedly torturing her boyfriend's elderly mother while he was on vacation with his children, tying the 80-year-old woman to bed, to a bed and severely beating her until she was eventually found unresponsive in a pool of her own waste. Judge Kimberly Wagan on Wednesday ordered Laura Catherine Tisdale to be bound over to McCall County Circuit Court to stand trial on one count each of torture, first-degree abuse of a vulnerable adult, unlawful imprisonment, and third-degree domestic violence. Under Michigan state law, a person convicted of torture faces a maximum sentence of life in a state correctional facility. On the remaining charges, Tisdale faces an additional 35 years behind bars. According to a press release from the McCobb County Prosecutor's Office, Tisdale's boyfriend on June 21, 2023, returned home from a five-day trip with his kids and discovered his mother with her hands tied together, restrained to the bed, severely beaten, and laying in her own urine and feces. The McCobb Daily reported that Tisdale used yellow twine to bind the elderly woman's hands to her bed. The defendant's boyfriend left his mother in the care of his girlfriend, and when he came home from his trip, the defendant was intoxicated, and he found his mother non-responsive. The victim was rushed to a hospital where she was admitted and placed into the intensive care unit in critical condition. During the boyfriend's trip, authorities claimed that Tisdale was the only person charged with caring for his mother. The torture and abuse allegedly inflicted upon a defenseless elderly woman is a grim testament to the darkest corners of our society, Prosecutor Peter J. Fusito said in a statement following Tisdale's arrest. 
and it's my solemn duty to prosecute these heinous acts, we will ensure that the victim's voice is heard and her pain acknowledged. Tisdale was arraigned in June and held on $200,000 bond. She's been in detention since. Tisdale is scheduled to appear in McCulloch County District Court. Hmm. They didn't find that bitch in the dumpsters. Thank you from goddamn where. That's devil shit. Anybody does that, that's just being the devil. Couldn't have been my mother. She would have made it to trial. Mom sleeping next to her baby and new boyfriend when his ex sneaks in and lights their bed on fire. Good morning, Samuel Rowland. A 20-year-old woman in Tennessee has been arrested several months after she allegedly tried to set fire to her ex-boyfriend's bed while he, his girlfriend, and his girlfriend's baby were sleeping under a comforter. The Rika B. Wiggins was taken into custody on Friday and charged with a spate of felonies in, in connection with the alleged attack. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he said he wanted a hot pocket. I gave him one. Shit. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Pastor Lovelace? Good morning, J.K. I've been listening to the show this morning, and I'm, and J.K., I must say that I am partly disappointed with you. Oh, why are you disappointed with me? What, what, did, what did I do, Pastor Lovelace? First of all, I love the daily word, let me say that. It's the best part of Kings in the Morning to me. Of course, with the exception of when I come on, because when I come, I come with the Lord's word, and it's heavy, and it's whole. And I heard you talking about the mother and the father and the children, but I did not hear you talking about the church. You see, once we took the church out of everything entirely, we messed up the world. The black community must get back to tithing the church for things to get better. So you, you're telling me that if we simply started tithing, then things would get better? Well, let me just say this. If you're tithing, it means you're in the church. If you're in the church, it means you're getting good bread, good meat, good vegetables. You're getting good. You're getting the good word. In the church, everything is good. Everyone's good. It's healthy in the church. Well, Pastor Lovelace, you you say it's healthy in the church, but more than two thirds of the church is actually obese or overweight. It's because we're full on the Lord. No one takes that into consideration. We're full on the Lord. We're full with the Lord's word, with his, with his meals, with his teachings. What I'm going to say to everyone listening to the show today is before the first 
of January 2024. I want you to write this down. Do it now. I'm going to give you a minute to get a pen, a pencil, or to get your phone or computer, whatever it is that you're working with, get it ready to take this down. I want you to put dollar sign. That's just a a dollar sign. Love laces money. That's L-O-V-E. L-A-C-E-S. M-O-N-E-Y. Love laces money for the church. And that's the number four. D-A. And then church. C-H-U-R-C-H. Love laces money for the church. And I like each of you to contribute to Lovelace's, that's me, Pastor Lovelace, I'm your reverend, preacher, minister, prophet, doctor, and I want to say to all of you, have a happy new year, happy holiday, and if you're going to talk about family, also include the church. Pastor, can I ask you a question? Uh, yeah, so that John Beckman. John Beckman, I've been looking for monies from you. As a white man, knowing your privilege here on this show, it seems to me that you would have at least paid into the fund. I don't want to call it reparations. There's the debt owed that you would have at least paid something into the debt. But yes, sir, what, what question do you have? Well, it's not so much a question, it's a statement. Fuck you, Peckerwood. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> uh, Good morning, Michael Wilford. Best crazy. <clears throat> Marky says, Jay, what's your best crazy girlfriend story? Wow. Uh, um, Oh, man. Um, I don't know if I had any crazy uh, girlfriends. I'm a, um, I'm a motherfucker. You know, it's a good idea not to be fucking with me like that. So, you know, me and woman, I've, I have, I've had some, some cool um, women that I've, that I've dated, uh, and, you know, if it, if it when it don't work out, it don't work out, you know. But all that old crazy shit don't, you know. Good morning, Rodney Abernathy. Good morning, um, Al Lemons. Um, <laughs> where can we cash you? <laughs> um, I just uh, uh, Pastor Lovelace left. You know, he he come in try to get his money. I just me and woman. I don't. I don't. Um, you know what? I, I do. I do. Um, it was this this one girl who uh, I was young. I was you know young young twenties, um, and before I was in music or anything. And um, God, I can't remember her name. I just knew know that she uh, we broke up. And Kwame, I'm glad you're feeling better, man. So Kwame Curry is who uh, that's who makes my. Um, Sweatsuits, the Club Nouveau sweatsuits. While he was working yesterday, he tried to chop his fingers off. 
You know, he just wanted to see if he could do the work with no fingers. Um, so Damn. I'm, I'm glad you do it. Yeah. And he showed me a picture of it. It was like, um, but um, maybe I was nineteen twenty. Maybe I was nineteen twenty, and you know, um, women women in that and, you know when you were night the nineteen twenty age, and then you know so we break up, and so we're not together. We're not together, and maybe a month or two pass. We're not together. And then, uh, and then she see me with a girl, and then, uh, you know, she, so she called my house. And back then, you know, you didn't have caller ID and shit like that. Somebody called your house, and that's when you had the answering, the answering machine. Um, um, that's when you have the answering machine where people, you know, you know. Um, hey, I'm not home right now. Please leave a message. And then the machine come on. And then somebody leave a message, right? And everybody can hear the message. It's not like you hearing the phone. You know, it's, it's out there. It's on, it's on a tape recorder. And so, you know, I'm not at home. And I, so, I find, so I get home, and I got like 30 messages. And um, good morning, Reggie. And the first one is, mm-hmm. I sent you. Got a new girlfriend, huh? Well, how long y'all been together? Well, I bet you <laughs> met her when you. So you know, so it's that shit. So I erase it. The next yeah. one is, you know what? I can't stand you. You ugly anyway with your little skinny ass. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds this sounds like uh, fatal attraction shit. This is about to be fatal attraction. By the time I got to the last one, she was like, "And fuck you, you no good little bitty thing. You ain't bigger than me, dirty motherfucker." And she used to call shit. I had to call my house and hang up. Oh man, did that for about five or six months. That's a crazy Jay, do you, you know, appreciate ain't the work I do with Beckman? That bitch. Beck the bitch. You see how I break him down and he come back better? See, you're getting better, you bitch. I break you down real good, bitch, and you come back better, bitch. You so, so suffice it to say, Jay, things didn't work out with that girl? No. <laughs> it didn't work out. You know, I think people make a lot of final decisions when they're young. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you make a lot of final decisions as a young person, you don't know how unfinal that decision is because you can't make final decisions as young people. The world is changing. And the older you get, the more you realize that, um, you know, it's up to you. You got to get better in, in the in the journey. There's certain things you got to learn from so that you don't walk back into them. So you don't do those things again, right? Uh, there's certain attributes that you have that you that you that you pick up on, and, and if you if you're smart enough, then you become clever enough 
to use those attributes. By the way, Richard Cordenas, I need you to come to the house and tell me what it would cost to do. Uh, I want to do a Raider um, epoxy in my garage. I want I want it to be the Raider emblem um, in my garage. Um, good morning, Cola Kennedy. Good morning, Keisha Matthews. And so, you know, you don't... You on that um, love train hard with the Raiders, ain't you? <laughs> Hey man, since 1967, since 1967, okay, Daryl Monica, George Blanda, yeah, on the floor. So what he does is he does a thing called epoxy, where, where um, it's some type of um, and he can tell you better than I can, but he showed it to me. That's it's like a, dope. Um, yeah, it's like a, it's it like looks, on it looks top like, of the floor. It looks like vinyl. But it's yeah. a hard rubber, and it, and 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 it, it's very durable. And you put that shit on the floor, the whole floor gets covered, uh, coated with that shit. And it's this hard ass—I can't even explain it—but it's like a hard rubber ass plastic. Yeah. And that shit is it's very a three, durable. It's a three M project. It, shut the fuck up! It's a three M project. It's uh, <laughs> It's it's in the uh, casino floors. It's in parking garage floors. Uh, yeah. You have to be a high kick, and they put it down with a squeegee. Uh, there's, a, there's three different type of uh, uh, coatings that you use with this thing. No, I have it in my ass, motherfucker. Don't address <laughs> that thing. Oh, here we go with that again. Jeff Carlin. Jeff Carlin said, I have it, I love it. Bernard Middlebrook said, my sister has it, it's really nice. Conrada said, I'm a sadist, I think I would love to hang up on a, on hang up on people in jail. Um, uh, Keisha Matthews said, you should run every potential home update by your real estate agent, Mr. King. <laughs> it's Richard Cordina, so you don't, uh, oh, so maybe I shouldn't, huh? Maybe I shouldn't turn it into a Raiders in case, because I, I do want to move. I want to buy, I want a place that's a little further out that has more property, more land on, that's more private. You know, I, I really like um, being amongst myself. So, and so Keisha Matthews, I talked to Keisha and said, what if I sold my house, can I, too, too specific and final? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank God you were on. That shit's hard and doable than a motherfucker, though. Um, before, before we before we go, I want to um, I want to talk. I was a diehard Raiders fan when Ken Stabler, Fred Belitnikoff, and Cliff Branch were playing. Yeah, that was in the seventies. Uh, you you were high. I, I'm I'm from the sixties. I'm from George Blanda, Daryl LaMonica. Um, but I'm I'm um I don't remember Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm you know I'm I'm before you know, I I remember I remember when John Madden as a thirty five year old became the coach of the Raiders and um and how John Madden at first I was like, ah, uh, because he was so young. But how he related to the players um, is what made me 
is what made is what is what endeared me to him. Yeah, I am an old geezer. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I am an old geezer. I and I know it. So you know, I want these dudes that's running from um being an old geezer. Right. You know. Um, I know exactly what I am. Good morning, you gotta embrace it. You know, we we the old we the old dudes that um that we used to talk about all the time. Mhm. That's right. Remember our parents playing that radio music and going, "God damn, what is this shit?" <laughs> I like the shit my my mother was playing. What the fuck you talking about? That was some good shit. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Just because y'all's music well, is you know going what? You, you didn't have no, to tell I don't me that. Know what? what? Your mother, your mother told me <laughs> that last night. How far night. is Wilton from Sacramento? <laughs> how far is Wilton from the airport? <laughs> from Sacramento Airport. How far is Wilton? Reggie, Reggie, my cousin Reggie said, Reggie, yeah, I'm Raiders for life. Hey, Jay, my next door neighbor has the epoxy Raider thing on his garage. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. Yeah, so but you I can't get the like. epoxy. I, I, can't, um, I can't get the epo- epoxy um, because, I'm not, because I don't know if I'm going to stay here. I may sell this house and move a little further out. What he did with his garage, he did the black and silver, with but without the logo. Yeah, but somebody else, somebody else may, may somebody else may come in and not. Um, well, that's fine. Or, they can, they can, put, they can do another level of epoxy over it. Yeah, you mean um, further yeah. out, Relinda, or further out, Elk Grove? Either um, real limited, somebody close by the airport. Johnny D said, King, so should Richard Cordina's not bother coming by now? I'll talk to Rich about it. Uh, Reese says, uh, sounds, sounds like even as a child, someone couldn't decide what he liked and needed his mother <laughs> to tell him what to dance to. <laughs> Man, you be talking hey, to Jay, you, Jay. <laughs> Instead of getting it painted, maybe uh, Peony can put some stickers on your garage. No, I would. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, get, yeah, get it done, but just not Raiders. So from Sac Airport to Wilton, approximately forty minutes. Yeah, no, I probably can't do that. I can't go that far. No, I, I still want him to come. I just wouldn't put the Raiders on there, but I would still epoxy my garage because it would add value. Yeah, can I epoxy the garage, Keisha? Can I do that? And I think he was talking about you, um, Kente, when he said mm-hmm. someone's mother had to teach him, was telling him what to dance yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, that bitch, I'd be, I'm bringing that bitch up real good to be on the show and laugh, you bitch. You doing real good, you tramp hoe, stanky bitch, you. <laughs> talking about you, Beck. The pack. Oh, Nothing I thought you were talking about about Mary. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Mary. No, that's that's how Mary talks to you. You know Mary talks to you that way with y'all sadomasochistic hour y'all have taking over the third hour of power. Reese was talking about you. 
Well, 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 Beckman had made a comment about my mother as well, Jay. I wanted you to let yeah. it breathe. We, we had a oh, great okay. conversation last night. Oh, I, my bad. No, it must have been you because I'd never talked to him at night. It must have been you and him had a great conversation, Jay. I talked to him at the no, third hour in the afternoon when the bitch ran. When I was oh, telling him. Yeah, real Linda would be a nice area if if you can find. That's why I need to find something. I need to find something. Yeah, some you get a lot of land over there. Yeah, you get a lot mm-hmm. of land over here. Wherever you buy, Jay, are you, are you, wherever you buy, Jay, you going to have any more koi or no? Now, I just had koi because koi came with the place. You know. Okay. You know, right Relinda, you got to be concerned about the flood again. Oh, really? Yeah, that's when Clinton came over to Relinda when they flooded out the manor in the heights. Remember that. And real Linda. Um, do I need to play a song or are you guys going to keep the conversation going for a minute? Oh, no, we're I'll good. be right back. i got to go on the doctor's yeah. office. I'll be right back. Okay. So, well, Fred, you wouldn't say this shit you. anyway. I was talking about people that were saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even know Fred was here. I'll be right back. You guys keep yeah, the conversation going. You don't say some shit. All right. Make sure you don't use all the Beck Mazab like you do. Who is this? Yeah, guy? Beck the bitch. You did. You're doing what? good, bitch. Why would he say? I just want to say that to you. Did he mean Yusuf? <laughs> Yusuf is Keone. Oh, no, he's not. Yusuf is Keone. There you go. Oh, now, yeah, I heard that. I, I, I'm hey, Yusuf. Yusuf, get him. No, he on your ass right now. <laughs> Always and forever on Beckman. How dare you get mad Always just because I made the statement in America and Israel had more killings in two days or in one month of mass killings than all other countries in the world. America and Israel did that. The white man. Wow. And you ran like a little bitch. No, I left on a high note. Yeah. Well, you called by me a uh, fuck you. You said way, fuck you, Yusuf. Didn't you say that before you left? Yeah, I did. That's how I left the con. That's why I left on a high note. By the way, okay. what are you still with me on the helicopter? And then you Thomas called me back. I'm not talking about fuck Yeah, you. I did try to call you I'm back. I'm not talking about answer. no helicopter shit right now. See, that's the reason I was, why you left. You tried I was, to deflect the to point that I was making. On how you thought I left. Well, it's not my opinion. It's a fact. It was a fact hmm. that American Israel killed 10 people each hour for 24 hours. Twenty four hundred people or two hundred and forty people? Well, you do the math. I said ten people every hour. Right. Well what is it then? Since you commented. Well, in our world or your world, I think it's twenty four thousand. Well, you're thinking. What is it? What's the fact? Because I came with a fact. 
Mathematics is factual. There's no thinking about facts in mathematics. It either yeah. is or isn't. Did you do well in math in high school? That was my worst subject. Motherfucker, I'm doing well I in dating it. right now. I hated math. Fuck you, dumb high school. <laughs> John Beckman, the fact that you couldn't you couldn't um, multiply the fact. I hated math. That that well, I could tell because um, if ten people were dying every hour, kill. That means 240 people are dying every right. day. I knew that. That's what I, that's what I said first. I was no, playing with think. it. You think. You were thinking. You were still computing. Math. Multiplication. I still don't understand well, algebra. Well, Beckman and his kind is not Did about adding. Did anybody here uh, pass trigonometry? No. I didn't even get you the and your kind. No. What's yeah, I didn't add and increase, add and multiply. What? That's when you that's say his kind. Way. What do you mean? Well, he knows what I mean. It was I was talking. Yeah, about well, that. I, no, I don't know. No, no, this no. no esoteric I don't know what language, Jay. Only between it's our vernacular. What's, what's my kind? Oh, there you go. Being saved by number sixty-two, a black man once I again. Don't, I, Hey, we're asking the same question. <laughs> um, Janet Marie said we're witnessing the complete annihilation of a race of people in real time. You know, um, nothing could be truer. What they're doing right now, um, 21,000 plus people have died since October 7th. And over half are children. Yeah. Good morning, Greg Grimes. Good morning, Derek Sproul. And so anybody who who uh, is okay with that, it shows you just how hateful the human spirit can become and how quickly, how vicious and vindictive that the human spirit can become. Now you understand how a black man can be dead jail for 30 or 40 years for something that he didn't do and the people who are jailing him know he didn't do it but because they just want blood they don't care whose blood it is just blood and they well, pre-COVID they killed two home. black men a month it was a killing spree it was like you just watched the news waiting on the news to see what black man was being killed it, the crescendo was uh, Floyd Yeah. Well, we're talking about what's happening in in Palestine right now. Yeah, the That's shit that talking. Ali don't want to talk about with his bitch ass, you bitch ass. What, what did Ali, Ali have to do? Ali didn't do anything. Well, I'm thinking about him right now, and I wanted to say that <laughs> to send it in the ether. I'm smoking my joint, blowing my... Good morning, that came Father. on the exhale. That came on and potty mouth. What you got to say, you potty mouth motherfucker? You're a woody no, woodpecker. You're in the chat room. You see, Jay, how you let this guy just go around there abusing people and you just let him talk no, and don't put him on mute? That's some good weed that I'm smoking. It reaches. He's going off on different individuals, Jay. 
You're, that you're not an individual. You're a puppet. That's concern. That's that's you're that's concern, puppet. Jay. And I, I don't understand why you haven't muted him yet, at least once or twice. I mean, come on now. Because he wasn't talking over anybody. He was just talking nasty. Jay, does your puppet cry real tears, or does he just whine like a bitch? Um, Potter said, did you see the woman IDF fighter brag online about shooting and killing two innocent Palestinians? What do you do about people like that? Um, Chocolate Peach said, good morning. What about the genocide going on in the Congo? Or the genocide going on in China. Genocide happening everywhere. Well, well but the point is, when, when Jews are hated all over the world, the fulfillment of prophecy is going on. It's, it's genocide in, in Uganda, China, in, in America. But when it happens in Israel, that's when you know God is here, according to their books, Ali. According to their books, I only read them, which you Yusuf, don't. Have you ever, illiterate. Have you, ever, you need to go to jail. Have you ever uh, spoken to God, Yusuf? Bitch, you're speaking to God now. you speaking to God, <laughs> motherfucker, with your bitch ass. What makes you think, what makes um, you think people are going to be here to listen? Chocolate Peach said genocide is not going on everywhere, Beckman. Speak about things you know about, which ain't much. It's going on. It's going on in China, uh, Vanilla Peach. But Get your he said it's not everywhere. It's, um, it's the said The Nazis felt they were justified in killing because they considered themselves the master race, superior, and the occupants of Israel think they are the chosen people of God and makes them superior. Uh, Veronica says the Congo is under constant attack. Um, Reese says one million. Um, Muslims and slavery in China equals silent Yusef. Um, Gentleman Reese said, Beckman is a fucking agent. That's right. Um, Reese is right. Elliot says he loves the way Yusef says, bitch. Veronica says, back to chopping their heads off. Well, once again, the curriculum, the class in this curriculum is about motherfucking theology. So the theology of the subject is about what's happening in Palestine because it talks about America and their God. What church do you work at? What's your cash app? Fucking wow wow paddle! You're an interrupter. You're distortion. You're you're. You, do you have Jimmy Don't Hendrix you worry about on it. your Don't wall? Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. Um, Dan Marie said Beckman doesn't know the difference between his ass and the hot rock. Yeah, Jan Marie, you know what you are? You know what you are, Jan Marie? You're a peckerwood. And I say, I emphasize peckerwood. You say that with love, don't you? I do. Uh, Chocolate Pete said, you said it was going on everywhere, Beckman. (laughs) Don't ever disrespect this black woman again. Potter says, when people have to brainwash to be trembling and carry that much hate, there's nothing you can do with people like that. Jewish people are not even native to that land, and look at what they're doing. It is sick. Yeah, that part. It was given to them by the criminals, this bullshit over here in America. 
So if they are endorsing that bullshit, and they're the only ones that won't be the peacemaker because they're the peace breakers, that sounds like something. Get rid of the peace breakers. Peacemaker. And you have peace. Peacemaker. No, you're not. I'm a peacemaker. No, you're, you're a wannabe. You want to be melanated. You want to be melanated because you know that melanation is the vibe of the entire nation of people. You can't, you can't, don't don't have me Billy Ray your ass. Hey, are you still coming to the football game, Yusef? Are you still coming to the football game? Well, motherfucker, go play Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and see if I'm going to still do it. <laughs> See what they say about steel. Billy Ray, your ass, huh? That's Billy Ray Valentine. Live oh, I thought you were talking about Billy Ray Cyrus. There I'm you go, sorry. thinking again. Know, this ain't mad, I didn't know what you meant. Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, you thinking? Believe said they stole being a Jew. They are from another land, and the world knows it. Uh, uh, Jeff Carlin said, does anybody have any cream cheese asking for a friend? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to get Jeff, Jeff Aroni's thoughts on what these people are saying, how it's Look stolen land. Jeff, no, Jeff no, Aroni, no, no, no. Let's talk land? about what the white man here in America think about it. You want to run to the Jewish people because Jeff, you're Jeff Aroni is a white man in America. <laughs> well, Jeff Aroni is also a Jew, correct? Yep. God damn. Um, is this Jay your first Kale thing? Here? AKA Ham Hock Bosephus to be quiet. There you go. I love it. Ham Hock. By the way, the I want to thank that you. Decided that said, white people could have. Potter said they co opted a religion, then co opted an existing nation, and now they are genociding the original inhabitants. Of that land. And then having a war where Jesus Christ, your God, is born. Now, he said, you know what your the inhabitants of that land is from Europe, aren't they also white? No. No, 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 they're not. They're not. They're the sons of Abraham. And, and you know the sons of Abraham had a conflict with Jesus as well because that was Jesus' land. That's where Nazarene is. Good morning, That's Mary. where the Nazarites are. Good How morning. you doing, Mary? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm good. How, how are you? Hi, Mary. Uh, hopefully, Hi. Um, hopefully, blog talk will be working um, this weekend. Let's and make sure. I hope so. Let's make sure Good morning, that, I that I make this abundantly clear. You so-called fucking champions of what's happening to Palestinian Muslims ain't said and won't say a fucking word, and I'm talking directly to you, you so-called hacktivists. I just posted online the slave trade of Libya. You know, you were so... Hot, hot on the killing of Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. 
And fucking Gaddafi's own country sells Africans regularly on the slave trade. You got no fucking words for those Muslims. You got no word for the Uyghur uh, Muslims who are sterilized in China and made to work in work camps, all in captivity, a million. 1.5 million in Pakistan who are being kicked out of their homes, dragged out of their homes, and forced into they the can Taliban. Barely, can barely, they say they can barely hear you, Reese. Forced into the Taliban's arms out of Pakistan, pushed out of their homes. You only give a fuck when you can go after the Jews because you fucking hate the Jews. You don't give a shit about Muslims. You're a fucking fraud. You don't give a fuck about Africans because you're a fucking fraud. You don't come here at all talking about Libya's slave trade at all. Because you know nothing about it. But don't worry there, Negro. I just just put on Facebook a Time Magazine article from 2022 on the slave trade. You could read all about it so you can get your head out of your ass. And yeah. you can learn something yeah. about some shit that you can really well, fight. Let me say Instead of the fake son. fight, you're trying to fight for 3,000 years. you got nothing to right, do with son. You're, you're a right, fucking son. liar and a fraud. Well, son, all I'm talking about, about is what's, what's going happening on right here. now, son. Just so son, you know. All I'm doing, son... It's talking about you say, the news. I hear today. these people talking a lot of shit about, oh, if you, don't, if you don't care about the murder, you have no heart and you have hatred in your soul. Well, I'm mentioning murder to you right now. I don't hear enough fucking word. Everybody's gone silent. Well, son, well, I can't talking about murder, son. Because your dumb ass is talking and everybody got enough good goddamn sense to not talk over your stupid ass. That's why son. motherfuckers ain't saying nothing. But what you yes, do sir. is you try to conflate and you try to change the direction of the conversation. What we're talking about is what's happening right now wild, in wild Palestine pattern. and how uh, Israel acts as though they're humanitarians and they're these good people and they are more evil than the evil they call Hamas because of their murderous ways, because of how they're ch- killing Innocent people, women and children in particular. That's why, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. T- what I'm talking about is the sons of Abraham. Me, why would you choose your African side over your native side with disgust on the face? I said, bitch, you should claim Africa too. You're just a camel ride away, biatch. She doesn't speak to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I make sure that I get this abundantly clear. Thank you, by the way, for not interrupting me. But I'm talking to Yousef. I'm a fucking activist, Kente. Don't take things personal, J. King. Remember? No, I'm a reader. You better with Remember? On your own you got, you got, Remember? you know, you made Ali retarded on your jargon. You're a I'm a reader. That's all. the facts. I'm really, I'm really got on display a dragnet. And I'm going to make sweep sure in all the motherfuckers. With Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Groundcracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, Big Fred, um, uh, Dr. Dre with the high top fade, Snitchy Smurf, John Beckman, uh, and uh, Mary uh, Hopkins telling you to get busy living because you got enough time. To I read we'll see you guys your tomorrow. books. Only same bad time, same bad channel. Fact. Coming up next, it's the third hour power. power. Uh, Back, 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 Back,
Well, I thought wait you were on my side. I thought I was your Tina. What happened? Wait a minute. No, you're you're everybody's Tina. You're everybody's Tina. Everybody's I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I don't want to be everybody's Tina. You just, God, again, well, how many you do you want to be? How many? Oh, just the black ones, right? You, you you're just a Tina in the black ones, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I made you laugh now, don't I? Yeah, yeah, laughing real loud. That's why I keep you here. That's you just, why you're just, here. just a fraud, dude. Yeah. You like that, don't you? It tickles you, don't it? You tickle Good to hear Mary yeah. laugh. I like that. Yeah, look at Yeah, you love it. She makes you like but a dog. But we say he's just she a fraud. She treats you like a dog. Though. And we so say he's just a fraud. Oh, baby, you you hate got lion disease. That reminds you of the Me Too movement. And I say you're just <laughs> the fraud. The and I say you're the, just you know the what? fraud. Oh, baby, you. Built in house. You said, <laughs> listen, listen help to me to help you. Your ancestors built this house. Your ancestors <laughs> built this house, and y'all you want to take it over. You lie and deceive. Wow. And I say you're just wow. the fraud. I say wow. you're just a fraud. Oh, baby. Baby, mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> help yeah, me to help you. You lie and deceive. <laughs> and they you say sound, you, you just like you a fraud. You, you well, say I you know, just the audience, a fraud. The audience today that's buying up all hip-hop music is white people. You know why? Because black people are still coming up with new shit. you trying to get the old shit. That's what's happening. You said, see, you don't know you what, act- see, you can, you can call for the OG. Hip-hop, hip-hop has hopped way past your thinking. You're not even in the frequency, son. Hip-hop no. started way You're not in the frequency. He's right there, officer. Well, first He's right of all, there. let, me, let me show you how I'll divide you. Who's how the hottest rapper right now? Blockheads? Who's the hottest rapper right now? How many of you have on your sunglasses? Who's who's the hottest rapper right now, um, Yusuf? Motherfucker, I am right now. Oh, okay. I I didn't know that. I'm the hottest. You know what? That's probably right because you were probably the hottest rapper on Christmas. You rapped everything. Well, one thing out of your probably. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Out of your probably, that means you don't know. (laughs) I'm letting out of Yusuf. You don't know. You don't know. You might as that well go on the YouTube What I name you, you're Reese X. Unknown. <laughs> the hottest yeah, rapper on unknown. Christmas. I hear you. <laughs> well, no, it's Rapping after Christmas the while the killing is still going on, like I do <laughs> on and on. Yeah, the killing hey, is still going on. Hey, and you know, you, you know, the only people that won't stop it is Israel and America. Dude, I've stopped having Billy this Ray, conversation huh? with you 10 That's minutes ago. That's some Billy ago. Ray shit right there. Huh? You know nothing about what you're talking about. Billy Ray. And your homie Ray, Ray King Billy don't Ray even Ray do. Billy Ray Valentine <laughs> shit right there. Huh? No, Billy Ray Cyrus. That's Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Cyrus. By the way, well, Reese, thank Billy you for letting me call into your show man. yesterday. Well, so let's check it out. I appreciate well, so it. Why, you're, you're absolutely free to at any time, and I thank Dre as well, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, listen to him. Listen to him. You you hate the fact you hate the fact that black people are able to see through the veil that is ripped apart now. It's a new normal. 
and they can even talk about it and decode that shit, oh, it's your worst nightmare. It's what are you dream. talking about? Something that you should shut up about. You should shut up about. It's something you should shut up about because you don't know. Lord. You said you are the you, matrix. You, you don't know, know about the your matrix you're in. Well, I'm talking about baptism. Mm-hmm. So you're not there. You only know about the you, Mississippi River. Were you circumcised too or just baptized? Well, let me ask you something about circumcision. Jesus, he can't oh, even answer that. Why are you about his penis, Beckman? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Let me tell you something about circumcision. Dig envy. Go ask Mary. Go ask Mary. No, 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 no. I don't know nothing about that. your motherfucking penis or nobody else. Well, that's how. Well, Mary, I passed him. Mary, no question. We don't wear Please, they found him not. They found him not. We don't even know if he has one. That's why I asked the question. I like this one, too. Oh, baby, you. You smoke too much weed. Weed. <laughs> you lost your memory. <laughs> uh, thank you, Snitchy. That was good. That was perfect. I know. Well, why wouldn't I smoke so much weed when America is pushing? No, no, too much. There's a biggest much, pusher sir. of cannabis. America, as a matter of fact, America they're, they're has pushing, pushed so they're much cannabis. Is that, is that a prerequisite? No, uh, no, no cannabis. Dude, what is hush. this thing? Hold on. Speaking of talking about California, what is this? Do- no, did you we're hear talking what, about what Pizza cannabis. Hut is doing? We're talking about weed. <laughs> did you hear what pe- I'm, I'm talking about the weed. same vein. You get the munchies. Did you well, hear what I'm Pizza Hut is doing with the delivery drivers? I'm what? responding to your They're weed. firing all of their delivery drivers. Listen, you, you three And replacing them with who? With nothing. Right, so we have to they're, go re- there? They're, re- they're removing them because they're gonna, they have to raise the minimum wage, I guess, from 16 to $20 an hour. And Pizza Hut is like, F that. They're just going to – if you want to have delivery, you're just going to have to use DoorDash or Uber Eats. So I have to go to Pizza Hut now uh, to get my pizza? God Listen damn. to the blockheads. I was suspecting hey, these blockheads. These blockheads are the same blockheads that's blocking out world opinion, and that's how it's done in world court. They, because uh, you said court, world you court is divided into blocks. Or a shithead. Or you're a blockhead. <laughs> Who would you rather be? And you're you're Israel. He'd rather you are, be you're a pothead. You're America. <laughs> a Reese's yeah. Israel. Reese's Israel, and that bitch over there. She's a Republican. <laughs> what bitch? Well, bitch, who's talking? Who responded, bitch? <laughs> I know you didn't. I just called me no bitch. Well, uh, bitch. no, I didn't call you a bitch. <laughs> who's I called you a bitch? Come on, Mary. Who keeps muting me? Somebody's respond. muting me. What the hell am I saying? Well, I think so it's Ali. It might be Ali. Come on, Mary. Because the motherfucker was talking And instead of you guys just Letting him say what he gonna say You guys said what you was gonna say Right in the middle of him talking You have motherfuckers you gotta talk So when you start have talking you, you put your motherfucking yeah, ass on Jay. Once. Jay we're just trying well, to I just walk uh, in and, you know, Well let me And I keep here I He just keeps walk talking in too That's why we're talking talking over everybody 
Yeah. He's been. He hasn't shut up once. Jay, no, he hasn't shut up. That's Jay, why we're doing it. Jay, no, this is called rope a dope, Jay. And rope a dope, Ali stayed on the ropes and let him go. Watch, watch Jay's side with them. All three of them stood here while I did the rope a dope, and they just formed a block. You, you know how you on a rope. I was. I was. Smoke I was your soap on a rope, them, Jay. I was teaching Listen them to what about J. King the just said. J.K. said, I just got about here. The zeitgeist. And he made a summation about after just getting here. Right, and he the assumes we're talking over him. They need to know the sign of the times. Because if you don't, up. well, I'm giving you a chance. And this Jay, is just like that one. Nonsense. You know what I'm saying to you? This is what I'm saying to you, white man. This is like <laughs> Jesus on the cross. <laughs> Only and it and it was it was it was like two other guys on there, and one wanted to go in, and you're the other one. Yes. Well, I got to go in. Oh, so you need to sit here and continue to listen Hello. because you're failing on the entrance to the kingdom Hello. of the Hello. most. Yellow. What are we talking about? Yellow. A recent radio this afternoon. See, there you go. The blockheads. These are the same blockheads that's blocking peace right now. See, if it wasn't for America and G-J, Israel, he doesn't shut up. And you mute yeah, us. Yeah, no, I, no, I got on. so much. I got so much to say. So much to do. say You're right now. So like much to lead, say. Well, well, you okay. got to give him a chance. You can't be the only one talking. You got to give people a chance to talk. Oh, yeah, that's part of the rope of dope. All right, Jay. You're right. I got to stick to the plan. I got to stick to the plan. So, Jay, oh, do plan. Jay, let me say this. I do forgive you for muting me. Thank you. Listen to that. See, Jay, don't accept well, John, me. Let me this say this you. I'm going to mute your ass right now, and I don't want you to forgive me. Because I, I muted your motherfucking ass because you was talking over him, and I just muted your ass for forgiving me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> motherfucker, I want a motherfucker. You bitches. You motherfuckers want forgiveness. That's why that bitch ass ran yesterday. It is rough right now on King's You, want, you brought up a different you. subject. You yes, brought yes. up a different subject, you back to peck, and you wanted me to go on my sympathy. No, I'm in the key of anger. And at the polar end, it's sympathy. <laughs> and you're getting none. You're, let me tell you something right now, you little bitch. You're being weighed by a feather on the entrance to the kingdom. Do no, you want to You couldn't let us know what your feelings were, that's all. Let me say something to you. Where I'm going soon, do you want to go? <laughs> no. See? See you see what you're in for? It's still that's still and you're see, and you're the one that agreed with the helicopter no, statement. See you, this you, shit you, is yeah. still listen to these blockheads. <laughs> this shit still goes on. They're never gonna change. Still. That's what still is. This Even shit is Jay still agrees with the helicopter statement. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a helicopter. Well, you listen to bitch that's all we were saying. We're not talking oh, about me. helicopters right now. It was the helicopter. It was the helicopter that killed Stefan Clark. They had the most highest helicopter, spent all that money on a helicopter, and they killed that young black boy 
one of the ones that was being killed in Sacramento when they had the best helicopter that money could buy. I know. We, we, and they we've didn't that use story the before. light. We know. You're not telling us and anything they new. they didn't we know. use the light. Right. We already know that still goes on. Terrible situation. You're not going to make it. You're just not going to make it, Batman. <laughs> See, you want to be. You're not going to listen to you. Bitch, let me tell you something. Made it, and you, I've already made bitch, it. Let you me can't tell you something. Stand the fact that I made it. Let me say something to that bitch over there. Please. Huh? Please. I'm talking to that bitch right now. I know there's a confusion. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking to Mary now? Who are you talking to, Mary? Are you talking to Mary? Well, well, I know there's a dispute on who the bitch is, so I'm talking to you. Well, I don't know. It's either Mary or Nicole. Yeah, no. He's just saying he's talking to you. He's talking to you. He's talking to you. See, See, everybody knows. It's esoteric, you little hoe. You little tramp. You little bitch <laughs> You're here. Sound like I said. I'd rather your be a own, blockhead than you a shit. You You my motherfucker, you, you, you say that shit you so well. Your, you're here. You're you here. You ain't nothing but a bitch and, and a you hoe. know what? Let me tell you something, you little you. Let me tell you something. Usually, <laughs> let me I tell you something. You before, I stick Mary I told you, you, Seth, when somebody no, says, no, let me tell no, you something, no, I don't no, listen. No, no, and I'm going to interrupt. No, no, I'm going to keep interrupting no, until Jay no, mutes me. Because no, I told you be- no, before. No, when somebody says, let me tell you something, no, I don't listen. No. I don't listen to no, somebody no, tell me no, something. No, 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 Bam Bam Yesterday I was Bam Bam No no But anyways I'm going to filibuster Because anytime In bedrock Twist twist bitch Twist twist bitch In bedrock (laughs) Twist twist bitch You need to twist twist bitch You need to twist twist (laughs) Twist twist bitch See I sick Mary on you See Mary See Mary I knew you had talent you got a chance still, but right now we're going to I guess I'd rather be a bitch, bitch than a there. fag. Are you a, a fag, bitch. you said? Oh, a bitch. Oh. A bitch. I'd rather be a no, bitch than a fag. No. Well, it doesn't. The point is. I don't care what anybody says. I'm just saying I'd rather be a bitch than a fag. That's all. <laughs> right. And in... Well, let's let's take the thumb. Let's take the thumb of and what you And by the way, you said, how's it been since the change? Let's take a sum. Let's take what? a sum out what? of what you just Again, said. I'm going to filibuster because I don't listen to anybody says, better. let me tell you something. You said let me tell you better. Something. Let me tell you about your let me tell you that you added up. Let me tell you something. We're going to add up. Remember, let me tell you something. We're going to add up. Let me tell you something. We're going to add up your sentence. We're going to do it on filibuster. I'm going to filibuster. Because I don't believe who says, let me tell you something. And let me tell you this, and let me tell you that, and let me tell you something. You going to filibuster like Ted Cruz? That's right, baby. First of all, first of all, bitch. But I'm not, first read, of all, I'm not bitch, reading the, You said the it is better to be a bitch 
stop there, period. That's how you add a sentence. That's right. All the rest, well, no, bitch, we're going to add up what you just when said. When did you, you become you know, a fag, you said? You, you bitch ass. You're a bitch. When did you become a fag? You <laughs> over here, you bitch ass. Huh? Bitch ass. Huh? You're answer the question. Trying answer to the question. answer. I just you flex because I don't ass. answer anybody says, you let me bitch tell ass, you something. Let me tell you oh, something. Bitch ass. Listen, yeah. listen to your own woman. Calling you a bitch ass <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know what that represents? I'm an activist. I'm an activist in my own home. That means the white house. step outside, I'm a fag. That means the white house. I'm an activist in my own home. You I'm an activist in my own home. I stopped being one of John's people when I started dating, when I started sleeping with black men. I didn't say any of that. You just said that. I ate. I know I did. You said that. Yeah, you, I didn't say you that. Said, I said. You're right. That came out of my mouth. Right. That's what I well, just said. Well, bitch ass. That's why this bitch. That's why you're not here in the kingdom. She listen to, to every Mary? word a bitch say. Wait, I listen to, to every word a bitch. Look, the bitch tried to frame something about Kente, didn't you, bitch? Oh, you did. What did you try to frame? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bitch thinks she go trick. Yeah, you bitch. Yeah, bitch, get out of here, bitch. Go, go continue to write, and let me use, let me use you. Because okay, you have, even though I thought that this was a very, very enlightening um, conversation, but uh, I had to take an important well, phone call because the somebody dark, who's going to be a guest. Right? But I really, really if it's appreciate. Enlightening, you're in the dark. I really, I, I really, really had a good time uh, uh, being here, but I've got to go prepare for the show. Be sure you check it out. We're going to be doing a great, great episode today of Reese on the Radio on WTIC. Holla, holla, pop your collar. Yusef Kente, go fuck yourself. Are we going to talk about the homeless president again, whose complexion is her protection? No, no, no. Today we're going to talk about this. Finally, a survey has come out um, by a group called SEMA about the electric vehicles. They've been going from oh. state to state doing these doing these um you, you surveys you, you do you do know sema has the biggest show here in vegas every year sema sema yes yes yeah i used to go to um, i used to go to that one yeah and, and they were a huge group so we're going to have the um executive director on the air at three o'clock uh eastern time she's going to come in and we're going to talk to her about this survey they've been doing these polls going all around the state to find out what the what the constituents of each state think about plans to get rid of uh, gas cars the numbers are 63 to 67 percent in each state they survive surveyed against yeah, electric vehicles i can tell you without even knowing her she's against it absolutely yeah oh yeah no sema is but sema's you know they, they they're advocates to, to put an end to this nonsense yeah so yeah, yeah, we're gonna. Have, I just I sent them an email when I saw their survey, and they, the guy just responded. So we're gonna get the um, executive director on. Oh good, That'll, thanks I'll be for the info about how Vegas is pimping. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a convention, Jay. Yusef, it's a convention. Convention is pimping's too. Don't you know yeah, I don't that? think you understand what this means. It's the Specialty Equipment Market Association, dude. No, it's called Vegas. It's called Vegas. Don't you? 
Reese, don't you, you said, know we, how Vegas is on the rise didn't, right didn't now? The biggest you know, Vegas, Vegas is so much on the rise. I would, if I was a betting man, I would bet on the Raiders going to the Super Bowl. Uh, goodness gracious! And you know what? I hope you're right, Yusef, because I then Jay and I don't. I'm not hoping I'm right. We, I'm only going by how Did you the find your birth guy. You said I'm going to deal right now. You said I'm going to deal right now. Yusef, if I win 5,000, I'll give Yusef, you 1,000. Will you take I it? Wouldn't, Yusef, I wouldn't, take, I wouldn't take the odds on favorite that you'd remember your birthday. <laughs> well, you know, Reed, wow. it's only my birthday because I really don't pay attention how old <laughs> So See, it's really, there you, you go. Know, that's a Thank you fact. for proving right. my point. I, right. I got I to gotta remember my birthday in order to calculate how old I really am. Good luck, Lisa, sir. Because sometimes I act now, like I'm a I'll child. give you 1000 if I get to the Super Bowl with the Raiders. Will you take it? I'm making this a real what. deal right now. Okay, I make a real deal. I'll bet you $1 to 1000 that the Raiders are going to the Super Bowl. Yes, they're going to buy a ticket. No, you man. can't. You can't make that bet with me because I've already said they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. I've got $5,000 on it. Oh, my God. Is that true, Snitchy Smurf? 29 restaurants? Yes. That's not in one state, right? Well, you know, I was going to dig to see, like, how far spread that was. But since you were talking about California, I just, you know, I just want to put that in there. They were already no. You know, he was talking about ago. since you got on your handkerchief head, you handkerchief. That's head. so crazy. Here no, now, listen. I'm gonna no, the retail no, market. No, if no. retail, if retail yeah, that's, dies, that's a low blow. If retail dies, do you understand what's going to happen if retail dies in this country? Yeah, it'd be young the world pe- order. Young people. Well, it means crime's yeah, going to skyrocket, dude. Right. It means crime's going to skyrocket. Right. Reese, but you know what's killing retail, right? I know what's killing retail. The other day I went to the pharmacy, and all the things are now locked up in these plastic boxes. It just yeah. happened last week. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's you know what's killing retail, right? Amazon. Amazon fucking retail. Amazon's up. killing retail, too. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Dude, can I tell you this? Can I tell you this, what I just did? I didn't know it. So we just got oh. our, our, our garage door installed, I think like two days after we moved in, right? So we got this whole package, ADT, garage door, you know, door locks, you know, it's all, it's all digital, right? So it's, it's all great. It's like freaking Tony Stark's house in this place. But anyway, so we got this d- garage door and the only reason why we got it Reese, was... didn't you say you was getting the fuck out of here? Two seconds. <laughs> the garage door is so fucking cool that it's, a t- it's attached to Amazon. So when Amazon shows up, <laughs> Amazon, you, when you make your Amazon awesome? order, you can yeah, choose it. When you make your Amazon order, where has you, can choose, you can wow. choose to put wow. them where in your garage. Been, Reece, Reece, so when, Reece, hold on. Reece. When Amazon shows up that, to your door. That's how big Amazon is right now, yeah, yeah. though. When the, listen, when Man. Amazon shows up at your door, the garage door opens. So they can put the packages in there. You don't even have to. Do, you don't have to do anything. As soon as they come there with the that's rest of the garage shit. door opens, and they can put it inside yep. your garage, and the door closes on its own. Yeah, but what, yep. what, what happens when you get that one bag? UPS does it too. UPS does it too. It's nothing new. Oh no, we keep the rest <laughs> of the house locked. It, it does. My my doorbell. But what if he takes something out of your garage? 
Well, the most he's going to take, I'll be honest with you, is some DW40 and some oil. <laughs> I mean, it's not a lot of Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to order. I order car parts from fucking They're Amazon. They're programming people. From Amazon. I, I'm not going to lie. I used to order my rotors from eBay. They were much and cheaper. And that reason, with that package, can you open your garage door with your telephone? Because yeah. we got that, yep. too. Yeah. yeah, you can open your your garage door. Yeah. My wife did that. We did that for Instacart the other day. <laughs> my wife exactly. was in Italy. Oh my God! Yeah, you're in Texas. Look how these motherfuckers talking over each other. Can you get up after your lazy ass and go to the store? My wife, my wife opened our garage door from Italy on her telephone. It worked. From Italy, I can open. I can open that my fucking garage door. I can open the front door. I can do all that shit from my phone. They're programming you. Okay, gotta go. Yeah, just got my email. Wake everybody. Oh yeah, I hear it. Crackers, you crackers are putting shit, everybody man. to sleep. You're putting your making that's some late Actually, and it's and it's some late news. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I've been opening my what fucking car with my phone. Was. I've been doing my garage door with my phone, turning lights on, see who's at the front door with my phone for fucking years. You fucking jokes. But we're but not as affluent I... as you, Fred. No. What it is, you're using deflection. You three blockheads came no, in we're just not... to take over. Fred is high I know politics. And oh, I'm not as high saluting as Fred. I didn't know I could do that. That's all. So you bitch. good for Fred. You bitch. you bitch. Fred don't want your, your accolades, bitch. He already he wants to take your money, accolades. Bitch. No. He loves my accolades. No. No, no you don't, don't, don't. Let him go. Let him go. I'm taking notes. I'm surprised his ass like Santa. Motherfucker. <laughs> he said, he, he, that motherfucker said he can outrun me. Oh, it was another one. Who was that yesterday said? Who, Beckman? Uh, I, I could, yeah, one of these motherfuckers said yesterday, I might have been Reese or him. I can outrun Fred. Yeah, motherfucker, when I tackle your ass, cause you go, yeah. you're going to get a cramp, yeah. bitch. I will tackle you. Yeah. Yeah. Take your ass to the ground. We're going to play, all right? You like yeah. to play? Yeah. Oh, man, play. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. this is irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. This motherfucker's jokes. He's just a yeah. boring dude. He's just weird. I don't, let me tell you something. What the fuck are you going to tell us? How are you going to make a song? Fred, you, or, Fred but for some reason, this, shit. this shit is ass. so corny. For so some corny. reason, you love my ass because you keep saying you do. Mm-hmm. What's well, up with that? The reason why he's corny is because Reese is goofy. It's cornball and goofball. That's what but they you, are. But you know, they have, you know. Uh, Another cornball uh, motherfucker. Yusuf, Yusuf, you notice yeah, man. when you go to uh, resorts and fine dining restaurants and, and they have a little yeah, man. Uh, pebble pebble in their, in their walkway and it's yeah, all yeah, through there and, ahead, and some business I, offices yeah, as well. You know, yeah, but you know that you can actually do that. I'm, I'm just with like you, they're man. talking about this epoxy thing. You can absolutely. do that pebble absolutely. with, and it's absolutely, absolutely. beautiful. I'm here with you. Is that Dre, is that Dre doing that uh, cracker shit? <laughs> no, man. Check it out, man. This was happening, man. But that's man. cool. You, because it, you know what? That's why. I'm let me tell you, you something. Check let it me, out, Let man. me tell you something. That's where we are not a force. Anytime you're dealing with motherfuckers like this here, 
You cannot accomplish shit. You can't sit around the table and make money and uh, enjoy the wealth because they don't wow. know when to stop. And, and they man, you know, you're giving up too much game, man. Something. Let right, me tell you something. Right. No, that's right. You're I'm right. With, I'm with you, man. Totally Let me tell agree. you something. I'm with you, man. I totally agree. Just toying yeah, around, toying around. This man give us a goddamn platform I am that with, we can do man, a whole I'm, bunch of shit I am on other than goddamn me. You, man. That motherfucker there with his sly I remarks. Totally and I don't, relate, I don't dislike hey, him. Let me tell you something, he, man. He has told me who totally he is. I totally relate. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. totally relate. This shit is not free. Even though He's I'm an the opposite agent, color, man. man. Let me tell you He's something, man. Agent. Even though I'm the You're opposite an color, You're an I can relate. You man, I can are suck an too much agent. Dick. I, don't suck, I don't suck too much dick, but goddammit, my partner is a multi-million man. I'm very you know privileged what? to have him as my friend. I don't relate with that, Fred. I don't I, relate I, with I, that I, comment, you hear me? man. I'm very... That's a little gay, man. That's a I'm here impressed to let me tell you with something. my friend and what he's man. made out of his life and his career. Man, other than man, other than the honky tonk motherfucker, I can relate Ooh, to that man. But, but you I got to, you got to have open time. mind. God damn, you check it out, man. Where's the mute button? Check it out, listen to the old face. Check it out, Fred. Check out the old face. Check it out, Fred. Check out the old face, man. Check it out, Fred. Over there, suck. He has you nothing. say you don't suck Faye. much dick, but how much do you, you suck, old Fred? Faye. God damn, you man, I can relate, man. You're nothing but an old Faye. man. You old Faye. man. In your man. face, old Faye. Fred. Yeah. Fred, how much dick do you suck? In you said face. you didn't suck much dick, but God damn, man, privilege. I can't relate to that. That's white privilege. Now, see, he's privileged man. to be able to, yeah, to have all this airway. Yeah, he's privileged to have yeah, all this airway between us. God you know, damn, I sucked the fuck out of him. You see, said this, you this don't is, suck this much is dick, show. but God damn, when you suck a little dick, that's some, there's something wrong with that, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah Let your me conversation, you your questions you are weird and dick, weird. Man, that, you may as well suck a lot of dick when you, suck, you say you're going to suck a little dick. I mean, he got man, his ass kicked dead, man. Man, I can, I can relate to that, man. Let me tell you something, man. Is he trying to imitate? John Beckman, what are you doing? Are you trying to imitate? What he's doing, like, see, what are you doing? It's, it's, it's very clever, and I like it. That's what agents do. See, agents try and focus on key words that's hip amongst the brothers. And then they go give it to their children, and their children just start putting it on display all over the world. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon they'll be calling themselves kings. <laughs> you know, let me tell you something. Anybody who tells me they suck a little John dick, Beckman don't man. have no kids. No, I don't. Oh, he's, he's a kid. kid. He's a kid. Thank God. baby goat it is. You're a kid. But, but let me tell you something, Fred, man. You're a, I'm a little concerned when you say you suck a little dick. You're a, you're a goat. I would say you're more of a that's goat. That's not right, man. That's well, not right in my world, man. Well, I'm glad that you caught you, that you part. Said, I'm glad you caught only that part. Man, I'll say it you again. said I don't suck a lot of dick. I don't suck a lot of ass, and I don't suck a lot of goddamn oh, dick. Man. But it's a privilege man. to have my partner wow. as, a, as a multimillionaire who's been successful in man. life. Let me tell you and I honor man. that. I, I don't like I to can't. play with this motherfucking cracker, though, man. I'm telling you. I, 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 I don't I'm have it. I'm telling you, Fred. I don't have Fred. it, man. 
I can't oh, remember on site. a little dick. On site. On site, we John Beckman. We sit there. I'm going to bail myself so much, out. Man. When I come to see you, I'm going to bail myself. I'm going to leave $5,000 at the Bells Bondsman's office because I'm going to slap the <laughs> fuck out of you, bitch. Now, you put that in your come pipe, on, in your cracker pipe and smoke it. Come on. White holy motherfucker. Don't you white so holy motherfucker. No, it ain't going to be, be so negative. negative. And man. when I put that fire on that ass. I'm put that fire on that ass, that cracker boy. Woo woo. What you gonna, man? Let me get tell you something, Luke. man. What you gonna, that motherfucker's what you gonna, gonna run. He's gonna run. He's gonna, he gonna, gonna be trying do, to man. get his keys. He's gonna be trying to get his. I got it all mapped out. He's gonna be trying to get what? his keys out of his pocket. Let me and tell the motherfucker go goddamn me. Be, be trying to get an old me, fucked up truck or something. And I'm gonna be on that ass. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something, As long as you just punch me in the face and don't suck my dick, I'm good with that, man. Let me tell you something, man. I ain't going to punch you in the face. All I got to do is push you down. Your hard head ass, I know your head is hard. Why would I hurt my head? That's the only thing I'm concerned about. So if you punch me in the face, that's fine. I don't care. I'll even bail you out as long as you don't suck my little dick, okay, man? Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's a beautiful day. Fred, I'm just fucking with you. I love you, man. You no, know, let me ask you something. If I'm three years old and you say I don't have no furniture, do you do you know how many motherfucking couches I done bought and walked off and left? Motherfucker. This old boy ain't did too bad for himself. Motherfucker, let me tell you something, man. If I don't want to, I never hang, said you did. If I don't, Fred, I listen, bet, fuck Fred, it. Shut the fuck you, up. Shut the, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, cracker. You shut the fuck up before you leave it show morning again. Okay? Man, man, don't give Brian yourself a heart attack. Shit. Go ahead, man. You Go shut ahead, man. the get, fuck up. Get, this is Archie Bunker talking. You suck, bitch, dick sucker. Now, like I was about to say. Man, go when ahead, you man. have a when you man. have a white wall, it's a canvas for certain type of different arts and shit. You don't just pack your walls, you know. Uh, nowadays, with a whole bunch of uh, pictures of Martin Luther King, uh, Kennedy, and shit. Okay, so when you look around my house, you have to think: this motherfucker either he stays there, or you know, he's he's just he's just a meat motherfucker. Um, I don't know what the fuck you think. I don't know what you think of me. I Fred, care less than a Fred, fuck. Fred, I think you have a beautiful house. I'm just messing with you. It's That's none all. of your business. I could sleep in a doghouse, motherfucker. You, you don't know if it's mine said, or yours. He don't care don't what your I opinion think. is. Uh, right. You just said he, I, I don't know what he you likes, think. You know what's really amazing is that I hear when Jay is talking and he's trying to make different points and you just come out, you blurt out shit like you correct. Shit, just all off point. It has no value, no worth. Okay, now, let, what you want to laugh about? What are you, what, uh, Fred, what are you talking about? Holly Grill today, or Fat Ass today. Bring something to the show other than that bullshit, man. You mean, are you upset that I really asked Dr. Lovelace kind of a question today? At this point. Is that what you're saying, Fred? Hello? Fred, are you upset that I asked Dr. Lovelace a question? So, Fred, I just tasted two great things that go together, and you put it in your blender. Get you avocado and, and a banana. That shit is gooder than a motherfucker, man, with some ice. 
Are you serious? The avocado? You oh, the avocado, avocado and is... banana with ice? He said, and blend it. In a he shape. said yeah. You know what? And Yusef, and this, Yusef, I'm being serious right now. I just read this morning that the creator of the avocado. I'm being serious right now. The create the creator of the avocado toast guy just died. Young guy, I just read that. But I've never had avocado toast. What is that? Oh, that shit is okay. Toast so with avocado. Avocado on it. toast with avocado. That like shit butter, is so. gooder than a motherfucker, man. Well, the guy everything. who invented that just passed away, unfortunately. Sad well, to see I'm going to start drinking to him. I'm going to start eating to Well, you know, maybe it's meant for me to bring that shit up. But avocado uh-huh. and that banana. No, and, that's what, and when you brought it up, that's what it reminded me of that. that I, I'm like, who's the inventor of avocado toast? And then I read about it. I was like, wow, this guy was very successful. You know, I'll, what really should be... Uh, is get back to focus is who is the inventor of being a bitch ass like you bitch ass. <laughs> oh, come on. We were doing so nice there for five seconds. Bitch assness. I'm sorry. Was that hey, they're talking about, they're talking about, oh, moving the cap and the, they're talking about moving the, the, the wizard and the, um, and the caps to, they're going to move that arena to Virginia. The wizard and the cat. What do you mean? Well, Mary, the Washington the wizard, wizard and then and the Ma- caps and the Washington Capitals are going to move. Ma- Mary, no. is that technically oh, oh. in Maryland right now? Is that where no, they're all right in, now? In Mar- no, no, they're in D.C. Oh, okay, okay. I thought maybe they the were Capitals in Maryland. The Capitals and the Wizards. That's their hockey and their basketball team. Because right. don't the Redskins play in Maryland? Their football team plays in Maryland. Okay. Well, Virginia, Virginia is one of the original thirteen colonies, and yes, and 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 really, the most I used important to live where the being Civil that War it's the Virginia. Place. Virginia stands for virgin. Okay. 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 Yeah. Does it? So that's the importance of the land. That was that you know Virginia the thirteen, and you know virgin and. Pussy, mm. you know America's one great pussy ready to be fucked. Stop calling you know, John Beckman a pussy. That's not nice. Okay, I'm gonna be right here anyway. I'm gonna be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta now, go out Mary, here. Cause... Mary, are they what? thinking of uh, moving to Virginia because of tax purposes, or what's the reason for that? No, I don't know. I didn't read the whole story. I just read that they're trying to move it to Alexandria, Virginia, which is already a super congested area, why they would move it to what is really the downtown heart of Alexandria, I don't understand. And I'm well, where, sure it is now, where it is now in Washington, D.C., is it a bad area or is it an okay area? No, it's fine. I don't know why they would want to move it. They, they probably want to move it so they can put businesses or more government offices where the arena is. Okay. Yeah, there's got to be some sort it's of in, reason. It's actually it's in Chinatown in D.C. Is where okay. that arena is at. And is RFK Stadium still standing? Is that still around? Is what? RFK Stadium. That's where the Redskins yeah. used to play. Yeah, it's still there. Uh, what I mean, do they, they do with that place? Something. 
Um, I heard somebody was trying to buy it. Who the fuck was that? And is that technically in Washington, D.C.? Um, this guy was trying to buy it. Uh, Bezos. Bezos. No, not Bezos. The other guy. The oh, Twitter guy. Um, Tesla. Oh, Elon Musk? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure that he was trying to buy it along with some other people. Uh, there was some talks, I think, maybe even, um, not Magic Johnson, but, um, uh, uh, what's his but, name? So is that technically in Washington, D.C., RFK Stadium? No, they're both in Maryland. That, oh, that's in Maryland, too. Okay. D.C. isn't big enough to have a stadium like that. The but only big enough to have a hockey arena. DC, the only stadium that's in D.C. is um, is the, uh, the Washington Nationals. Oh, the baseball. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's literally, that sits right on the water. On the At Potomac the, River? In the, in the Navy, yeah, in the Navy Yard, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I, just, I would say that listening to the conversation and seeing how the Kings came from Kansas City and their logo and all that transformation you know, the teams, I'm talking some Illuminati shit right now as a disclaimer, first of all. Uh, uh, that, you know, it has a lot of importance, you know, on the direction in which a lot of these teams move and go to certain areas, meaning that uh, it has a lot of significance in, in the mm-hmm. story of America. A lot of significance. How, how do you it's relate funny that? that you how, say do you, that. how do you it's relate that, that to that. Uh, the Raiders moving to Las Vegas? Well, the, well, I'm glad you brought that up. First of all, how we talked about Las Vegas before. Las Vegas mm-hmm. is a, is. Do you see the rise in the economy and the influx and the migration that's going on in Vegas right now? It's a, it's it's big it's, business. It's been one of Even those. The even the Wu Tang Clan is going to have a, a Vegas kind of show. No, they're where they're not. continuous. Uh, they hey, need to stop. They, you know what? They need to stop. I'm telling I you, saw though. Them, look, I'm a big Wu Tang fan, and I saw them on their fucking New York State of Mind tour, and they suck. They suck. They didn't suck, but they weren't like. When I, I, it was not what I thought it was going to be. Well, you know, it's not for everybody at the time that they okay. see it. Maybe you're Fuck that. I love Wu Tang. I love Wu Tang, and I love Nas. You know, the funny and thing is, is the Raiders. The good morning, Raiders Mary. Only, good morning, Mary. The, good morning. The Raiders have only been here for three years now, and their value has gone up to six billion dollars. So there well, is the something hockey about team Vegas. won the championship the first year. And, and no, no, they, to, were, they to, no, they didn't win it. They were in the Stanley Cup, but they didn't win it. Actually, they lost to the Washington Capitals. So Vegas, won, Vegas they, didn't win. They a won it last year. No, they won okay, it last, last year. <laughs> okay, yeah. after what? After two years? After two years? No, no, it was their sixth year. Okay, it was six their years. sixth year. Right. Thank you. 
Thank you for you but, are kind but of. But their value, their value has gone up. Too. Absolutely, but the whole point is the rise of Vegas. Vegas right now is almost a place to where not only for vacation, but people are going to live there. It's just is they're they're projecting well, it that way. My my. I mean, my they're thing, changing it uh, even my to thing, where the, the only okay. I I uh, my experience with Vegas, and I have. Uh, host of all my all my my immediate family is in California, but all my first cousins, second cousins, and all that shit is in Vegas. So we pretty much go there every year, twice a year, three times a year. What I see with Vegas is it's a false fucking Vegas is a fast moving city. Mm-hmm. You have Oakland in Vegas already. You got San Francisco already mm-hmm. there. You got people from all, that element, man. It's mm-hmm. not an easy place to live with alcohol and drinking, and you've not been around that and gambling. It it, mm-hmm. it can fuck you up dearly, man. You will be a prostitute, a drug dealer. A, yes, man. Same and city. I listen at all. Every it's not you. you Everybody's not built for Texas. Everybody's not built for Vegas. You, you, know, so, you know what, Fred? You're you're right. Because when I first moved here, it took me forever to calculate why were there slot machines in our grocery stores. In your I fucking I was grocery like, store, bro. I know. In, in but the you grocery know what, store, Beckman, I was like, Beckman, California used to be like that t- until the earthquake. See, it was. My, see, God, I got a. I got a. God, I got a brother-in-law. I got a brother-in-law. He had it so bad. He came from San Fran. I mean, from the Bay Area, making two hundred thousand dollars a year. Everybody was going being prosperous, but he got that niche. My sister had to cut the fucking uh, what you call it, the cord off of all the household appliances because this motherfucker would take them to the pawn shop. The only reason the pawn shop mm-hmm. won't take them now is because he cut the cord on them. Here in Texas, the, the military is nothing but young. People that don't know how to manage a checkbook, so they have a bad check writing department. Uh, military is not allowed to drive on certain roads. Military is not allowed to fucking set foot in a pawn shop. So you look at the good. I'm going to Vegas, or I'm looking for somewhere to retire at, and put on dress up every day and go down and look at the people and eat for damn near free. That's what I'm going there. But the military I'm not doesn't going pay. There. You got to you got to not very good. You got to you got to have a hold on yourself if you live in Vegas. Because I would go to Vegas it would be to gamble as I, when I was growing up. But then right. as I weaned myself from gambling, I said Vegas is yeah. shit. Hey, Vegas, yeah. man, no, you're right. You're right, you said. You're right, you got to know somebody when you first in this get here. When you first man, get look, here, I, I, you gotta, you gotta have uh, restraint. I worked in the casinos, man. The glamour, the lights, when the stars, when the when the sun go down, man, that wall looks like it's just it's everything is glory. It's the mindset, and it will it's fuck the that, mindset. that up. You know, what I'm and you to know say. what you know what you know what draws you in if you really get into the stillness of it, and you and you start to just get out of what made you be there anyway. And you let go of that love. What draws a lot of people is that ding 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 
when you when people hear those bells, those casinos and this and that, people will run into that place or they go into there because just like that chicken sandwich at Popeye's was so drawing to people, so too is the bells that ring in those casinos. It just draws people into. They right. actually it's, have it's certain hours in which they you know, let people win. They have certain hours so, where they me, let people let win. Let me tell you something about a woman too. A woman is a very slick thing. I've been married thirty fucking years, guys, and you can tell me I pack my luggage, carry on. She pack her luggage, carry on, and the dog carrier. How in the fuck, every time we get somewhere, you done left your luggage at home? That's where she can take her black ass down there to them boutiques and buy that high-priced shit and blouses and shit for five and $600 and $1,200 purses and all that bullshit. And you but better you not I'm complain. I'm, I'm a pastor. And you shit better not time. complain. And you better what? not well, complain. Well, what that is, though, what that is, Fred, see, just like I said, Vegas is boring. Are you talking about Vegas? Yep. A cruise ship. They, they got to have something to do, man. I mean, if you gamble, they go kick it with you gambling. But if you ain't gambling, they got to have something to do, too. So just like how, you know, and that's what they do. They go go spend that money, man. Just let it be their money. If it's their money, let them go. Go ahead. Have fun. And, but they give well, you man, time. let me tell you well, something. You know, we got to do it. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get into it because I, I, I don't argue anymore. But when you've been mm-hmm. with a person for 30 years, can you imagine all the gold chains, all the motherfucking weaves? You don't need for shit. Your closet, everything is busting out of there. What you going to buy me for Christmas? What the fuck did you just say every day for Christmas? Stop acting like a poor man. Hey, 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 hey. Well, let me, let me room, say something about that, right? Right? Let me say garage, something about yeah. that, Fred. Let me say something about that. Buy it and keep it moving. 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 Shut the fuck up. Now, let me say something, Fred. This is King the King. How about that? This is King the King. You want to sit there and call people names? Chocolate Peach You want to sit there and call people names? Is this that chocolate Peach Fuzz that's going on out there? I'm like, who is that? It's chocolate Peach Fuzz. I miss you. I miss you, chocolate Peach. I can tell you one of us to really talk together. We got Snitty Boo. We got Sister Mary. Oh, shit. Yeah, chocolate yeah, peach fuzz want to engage in some conversation. Let me say something. Let me say something, Fred, to your subject. See, the Whatever. thing is, if you look at roots, when when uh, Kunta got over here, they said, Kunta, it's Christmas time. Kunta said, what's that? See, they taught you what Christmas is. Christmas didn't mean shit to us. It wasn't part of our folklore. It wasn't part of our way of life. You was taught about Christmas over here and this white Santa Claus. And that's my preaching for today on that. All right. Well, anyway, uh, let me tell you something, buddy. This is the best time of the year for me, and it can be the saddest time of the year for me. And uh, I'm not – see, I know what I got. And uh, you know them, them – uh, what they call that when you, you say you're going to do something? I'm going to buy me a – brand new in the next five months. So about sitting up there spending $600 at this dinner table, so you better get your ass somewhere and get you some top ramen like the rest of these little niggas. 
Spirit. I spent all my goddamn money. Christmas, New Year's, uh, what's that other motherfucker, uh, Valentine's Day and your birthday, and you think you're supposed to get some flowers or something every fucking time? No. Yes. 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 yes, she has to put up with your dirty drawers, so yes. Well, buy some more drawers because we don't need to. I just buy me some more. Don't wash my shit no more. Don't touch nothing below. Because if it's going to cost you, if I got to pay in return. And another thing, y'all was talking that bullshit about these kids living with you and shit like that. So, man, I got a stepson. That don't know who his daddy is. Well, he knows, but the motherfucker won't come and pay me some child support and uh, and tell me thanks for uh, raising his child. And this nigga keeps coming home with baby mamas with babies. And I'm like, nigga, I thought you was moving out. When you, what? Oh, it's payday. And nigga, you're going to pay her something. You don't want just your dick and you cuddling. You keep ass. You're going to keep fucking running around. Y'all talking about wealth, uh, generational uh, wealth. If you, if I've been taking care of your ass and then I die and I don't leave you here, if you ain't got enough game and manhood up in your soul to be about something, that's on you. But I'm not I'm not supposed to leave nobody shit. I'm spending every fucking dime every day now. I'm going to be overdrawn. Overdraw, motherfucker. So y'all Just get y'all whatever y'all need. Go ahead and ask me oh, now, because we all gonna have to give car washes, fish fries. If this look, if I if I if I die, motherfucker, y'all better y'all better get me in the ground or somewhere. But either the buzzers are gonna get you me. Are selfish. 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 Yes. Selfish. You people. Uh, Whoever said that, one of you women said that, and they've been telling y'all, y'all keep raising them sweet dicks. That's how they're going to come on with some babies because a man, the boy's going to get him some pussy. And then he's going to come on up in there. Every man, he could be a 50-year-old man. He ain't got to be a young boy. Ain't nobody trying to call your kids a boy. But, motherfucker, I don't have kids. if he don't... Okay. Shit. There's nothing wrong with a mother loving her child. Do you hear how in the forest and in the woods, in the wild kingdom, when a horse get ate by a bear or anything, um, I don't put nothing past a woman. A woman will lie for a child. She will actually kill a bitch over her child. It's hey, a discover right. by the mother. And then I'm going to tell you something, too. It's something about a mother and a daughter's relationship. Okay. That's some strange. Mm-hmm. You stay out of that. Mm-hmm. You stay out of that. Mm-hmm. You stay the hell out of that. You, de- Ooh, you stay the you hell better. out of that. Uh-uh, you, you get your feelings up. No, I'm sitting too bad. I ain't got time to eat. I don't like that energy. Y'all? You how old? Huh? What, how old you said what? you was for 65? I'm 62. Yes, ma'am. Uh, he's young. But see, I'm still, I'm still, uh, what you call it, relevant. You see, I like, I like so these other niggas. They don't, I'm still relevant. 
So you say. Shit. Damn. These other motherfuckers, they, they don't want to listen to no rap. They don't want to listen to no symphony. They don't want to do nothing but stay the fuck in the house and talk about what somebody done did to them. But I don't trust them. You better get your ass up and start trying to go home at, at 4 o'clock. How you going to tell me something about how to hang at a, at, at a concert or a bar around women and you in the bed at 4.30? Oh, hell no. Shit. Hell. Sound like to me. Sound like to me. You're scared of yourself. <laughs> hell to the na na na. No, nah, and that motherfucker, he needs to sit his preaching ass down on that bike. Hell no. No, no, no. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. And they got some new <laughs> shit out there. Y'all, you really don't need your child living at home with you. Because if you think for one minute he ain't got some, he or she ain't got some fucking secrets, they'll leave the house, change their clothes, got a boyfriend, and he could be my age. All kinds of shit. Don't put it past your sack. Nobody should. Oh, Jay, mm-hmm. your kids are just like everybody else. They're going to make mistakes and they're going to get their ass in trouble. And you're going to love them and you're going to, oh, oh, bleed. That happened, that happened to us all growing up. We all got in trouble. Yeah. But we learned from getting in trouble. Damn Not all of us. You never no, got in trouble, see, Mary? Another, read, listen, you know, you don't believe that big dream. Oh, That one right there. Hit his ass. He's so dumb. That motherfucker right there is so dumb. He's funny. He's hilarious to me. That Beckman guy? <laughs> Thank you, Fred. I, I take that he as a compliment. Thank he, he has no sense of direction. He don't believe Fat Me Greasy. He don't believe, you know, I got PTSD and I just wake up in the morning and I'll pack me a bag and get on an airplane, fly to Vegas and hang out at Smith's grocery store. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, I you're right. Because that motherfucker got to take his, he got to eat. He got to eat. That motherfucker, he got to go get something. Yeah. I'm in charge of the hey. shopping. See that? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, in charge of the shopping. What a life. I am. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's my life. Talk about role reversal. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with it. I don't see anything wrong with it. Uh, Mary. What? Did you enjoy your... Uh, family time? I did. Yeah, we had a good time. I, I could tell. I could tell you didn't have time to be on the phone with the Kings. And then I seen some of your family pictures, and it looked like you were having an awesome time. Yeah, we had fun. Good. Good. It was yeah. awkward, but we made it through. Nobody got drunk. And, uh, no, nobody I mean, got drunk. And, uh, 
<laughs> no, nah, we smoked. No, nah, me and my nephews, we smoked. That's what we do. We all stand outside and smoke. And my sister and her boyfriend drank, but we don't. I don't. What do you smoke, that. Mary? Some weed. What the fuck do you think I was smoking? <laughs> you mean that weed that you sung along with about, uh, to talk about Kente? That same weed? Mm-hmm. Like, remember what you had a sing along talking about Kente and the weed song? I sure did. <laughs> when you was with your ex husband, Reese, I sure singing did. lead. Now you know Reese. Now you know that was funky, and Reese don't like the funk. So why would you <laughs> sing that shit with him? Because you know what? She was just reminiscing. She was just reminiscing. Yeah. About the weed. Weed don't make you reminisce <laughs> like that. The it makes you reminisce to where you're going to say something good. What's that? You heard what I said. She was reminiscing you just about love Reese, talking to me too, don't you, don't you, Mary? What'd you say? What I said. I know I didn't hear you though. What did you say? But it's what I said. I said what I said. Hold, you had that hold bitch on, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Hold on, hold on. Well, I'm not gonna hold on for her. I'll continue talking to you, bitch ass Beckman. It's your bitch ass. <laughs> I was surprised today. That you had the confidence to come back on the show when I when I uh, tuned in to Kings in the Morning, I said, "Oh, man. well, I had, and then I, you I, came kind of strong." I had to because Facebook put me in jail for 24 hours today, so I had to call Again. in. Yeah, but White I had people to, just oh, don't it, like you anywhere, do they? I don't. I don't think if you were here in the beginning of the show at eight o'clock. It all stemmed from boogers, and Ali brought up boogers. And something I must okay, have I'm said bad. about boogers got me kicked off of Facebook. It wasn't even anything serious. This morning? Yeah, this morning. But it wasn't this you morning. Got you had said that other stuff the other day. Um, you, you typed it in there. What yeah, was the word of the kick, day? It, it, it didn't kick me off till today. The word of the day today was... Uh, Shit, I forget. Um, Goddamn. Shit, I, I forget. forget. What was it? That's a cold word I right forget. there. Shit, I forget. Yeah, yeah. That could be a good <laughs> shit word. I forget. Shit, I forget. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I forget. Shit, I forget is spelled <laughs> do do uh, d o d o yada 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 <laughs> yada yada yada. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> no, let really, me use it. I'm, I'm trying to think of it. Ali said it, but I can't remember. Oh, uh, if, if Ali said it, it ain't meant to remember. <laughs> it might have been forget. Was a word called forget? It, it could have been. <laughs> no, it was forgot. Was, was it go go to your corner? That's what he used to get called when he was a dunce at Jay's school. He became the bus driver. <laughs> He used to have a dunce hat and stand in the corner before he got elevated to bus driver. He changed his cap from a dunce cap to a bus driver cap because it was canary Jay yellow. Yeah, gave him a, he's he Jay, you know he's Jay's puppet, so Jay carried mm-hmm. him around, and then he so for some reason I think it was on New Zoo and Review, Jay might have had it on and Ali as a puppet came on and said. 
Yeah, he came up and said, I want a yellow hat. I want a yellow hat. And then oh, Jay elevated him for being up top. It was round. That was today's word, round. And that's because of that little dunk that he had. What, what was the <laughs> definition of round? The dunk round, did it say round? The bus <laughs> was round. <laughs> like my The bus head. go round. round. The wheels on the bus go round. <laughs> 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 his sentence, his Mary, sentence I told was, you let me you're use a good that. writer, though. <laughs> he said, let me use that in a sentence. He says, everybody here that are Jay's groupies are round. Round. <laughs> no, I like Mary's better. The wheels on the bus car. <laughs> I'm, I don't give a fuck, Mary. That was a hit. I'm going to use it tomorrow. Are uh, you giving me the <laughs> That was a hit. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the word of the day, only us know. Can you keep uh, a secret, uh, Beckman, uh. you agent? <laughs> hey, Mary, who was the girl that what? used to do on the Sunday show with you? Um, what's her name? Uh, but uh, I love. From her. About, the other guy, about, you know, the gal uh, that, Yeah, yeah. Does she still do her thing? I don't know. I haven't. I I haven't spoken to Val since my mother died. Oh, okay. It's been almost a year. It was a tough Christmas. I don't know. This was your f- first one without your mom. It's. I know it's tough. So. Yep. Yep, it's tough. You're emotional. <laughs> No, I'm about to do this avocado shake now. What happened? What did you say, Fred? I said, don't let the guy prove that he's emotionless. Don't give him my friend. I think her, her one-year death anniversary will be harder than Christmas or Thanksgiving or any of that would have been. Right. And I look at things a lot differently, too, like, She's she's not down here suffering, right? She's not in pain anymore. She doesn't have to not be able to get sleep at night anymore. She, you know, she doesn't have to go through it. She doesn't ever have to be depressed again. She doesn't ever have to be sad, you know. I just oh, that's how we, like, I, I think that's how we all think of our parents. Thank God they're not in pain anymore, and you know that's. That's what helps us get through it, I think. I don't know, but that's how I think. Because I saw my yeah. mom and dad when they were dying on their deathbeds, and I'm like, okay, no, they don't have to suffer anymore. Now they're free. Yeah. She comes and visits me every now and then. Do you dream of her? I dreamt of her. Of- I've dreamt of her once. And it was like a, like a letting me know she was okay. And then she, it was probably like three, on three different occasions. She like I could feel her. Right. Mary, are you like me? Like like some th- some days I can't remember what I dream, but other days I'll walk down the stairs and go, God damn, that was vivid. And have a dream of somebody that I never thought of for a long time, and it's just like uh-huh. the weirdest thing. 
And yeah, it's just I like, wait. wow. I I used to have dreams and wake up and be mad at Reese. I'd be like, you motherfucker, you know what you did in my dream, you bitch. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I I mean, there's times, times I remember and times I just don't. Or I'll just remember right. a piece of it and I can't. Or sometimes I wake up out of the dream and, and go right back into it. Yeah, yeah, that's happened, and too. And fall asleep before. back into it. But, but like, it, it, I'm so... Like, I'll walk down every, like, three or four times a year to get coffee, and I go, God damn, that was vivid. And why was that person in my dream? Because I hadn't thought about them or her for years. And all of a sudden, yeah. it's in a very vivid dream. And then the next day I walk downstairs, I can't remember what I dream. Yep. I monitor. I started to monitor my sleep to make sure that I'm getting enough REM and enough core sleep. But I'm not getting enough. <laughs> monitoring, monitoring it to let me know I'm not getting enough. Well, what do you think on five average? Five I hours about a night. Five, I sleep about five, yeah. five and a half hours a night. Yeah. Wow. See, I'm a solid, and I've been my whole life eight hours minimum, eight hours, and I've always been like that. Oh, if I sleep eight, I'm exhausted. I don't want to get up. I can probably sleep if I slept six and a half to seven, that would probably be perfect. And I've always heard the the theory that successful people are so successful because they don't sleep a lot. Now whether that's true or not, I don't know, but I've just always kind of heard that theory. Well, and I'm like, well, successful people go to sleep early. They go to sleep like Jay King goes to sleep at eight o'clock at night, and get up. That's what at I do. That's what I do. Three o'clock in the morning. Go, yeah, he sleeps less than I do, but I'm in bed no later than nine o'clock, and I'm up at four or five. But oh, see, I can't. I can't. I cannot. If I go to bed at eight nine o'clock, I'm up at midnight, and I can't go back to sleep. Right. Like I just goddamn remember 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 when we grew up though in your in your twenties and thirties I mean bedtime was like eleven thirty twelve o'clock now it's uh, no bedtime was like I've always been a night person I've always um, gone to bed late I've always I go to bed one two o'clock in the morning wow then you still do that yeah wow. Well, it's just what your body's used to, I guess. Yeah. I've been, I've done this. My, it's, it's just, I'm not. I've never been a morning person. I am a morning person now, but I never was before. Like, if I'm, if I have to get up, I'm up and I'm good. I'm fine. But if I don't have to get up early, like at five thirty in the morning, I'm not getting up at five thirty. You'll see me at about seven thirty, eight o'clock. All right. Yeah. Fred, what time do you normally go to bed at night? About six. Six. You go to bed at six p.m. Yep. What time do you wow. get up at one? No, about eleven. And you're up for the whole night until King's in the morning. Wow. Okay. 
Now, do, are and your other family members? In the morning, you take a nap. No, I go, uh, go, uh, I go get the kids up uh, uh, across the street. Uh huh. At six forty-five, then I come home at nine forty-five and get on the King Show and rock out, and then I go back at two forty-five. But do you have other family members that like go to bed at eleven and wake up at eight? <laughs> It's just me and my wife here, bro. Okay. It's just me and my wife, wife here and my mother. Huh? Does she have the same sleeping schedule as you? No. No? Okay. She takes yeah, care I'm of her mom. Yeah, definitely a person. No, she takes care of her mom. Okay. I do. What you eating, Fred? Some turkey lasagna. Oh. Homemade with spinach. Oh, okay. That actually sounds yeah. pretty good. It's healthy, I think. Yeah. It's turkey. It's turkey. Got a little homemade sauce yeah. and spinach and some. So you don't, Fred, you don't eat red meat? No, not a great bit. I don't, it kind of grows me out. It's not worth it for me, to, for me to buy it because it just, you know, it's just not my thing right now. Oh, I'm trying to eat healthy, John. Right. So you eat more poultry than red meat? That, that's good. You wouldn't eat any of that shit if you, <laughs> you watch the show I watch. Oh, don't talk about it. Well, uh, I'm not. Yeah. Enjoy your lunch. Well, you're on the same time. You know what? I'm going to have to stop where you're at, pot. right? I think what? I'm going to have to stop smoking pot because... I'm I'm I get the munchies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some some weed gives you more munchies than others, right? So yeah. When you do that and you have the munchies, just have something healthy. Have healthy snacks around. I'm telling you, ain't no watermelon ain't never been better than when you high. Or cantaloupe, it's or honey melon. Both of those, both of those are out of season now. Um, Mary, okay. After, Mary, after, Mary, after you smoke, do you ever get a desire to go to like Taco Bell? Hell, no, I, I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. I ain't never had no desire to go to no goddamn Taco Bell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Things that I would crave, like, if I wanted to have something, would be, like, French fries. Okay. Um, an ice cream cone. Uh, well, no, I've seen the picture I'll, of your ice cream on your, on your, uh, when you get it, you put it on your, uh, in your car. I know, and I haven't really, I haven't been getting it. I'm so sad, but I don't really need it. I mean, not that cow's milk ain't no good for me. 
Um, now, do you, do you buy ice cream in the grocery store and put it in your freezer, or do you just go out? Hell to the no. No, no, no. So you just, uh-uh. you just uh, go out and get it? If I'm out and I feel like getting it, I will get it. But other than that, no, I don't keep it in the house, because if I do, then I'll eat it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to. That's just a that's a treat every now and then. I, I shouldn't be having any kind of milk like that. Um. Well, especially I when it's cold. when it's cold now. When it's cold, I don't really feel like ice cream. It's more of a hot weather yeah, thing. No. It ain't no bad time to eat ice cream, man. Ice cream is like well, my I know. when you're when, when you are eating it, favorite it is thing. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite uh, junk foods is ice cream. Did I hear man, we, that uh, the guy that makes the sweatsuit been sick? The guy that makes what? Yeah, yeah I think I the heard Jay say that today. I think he said his name was Kwame. He says, I hope you're feeling better. I think I oh, did hear that today. Oh, sweatsuits, yeah. Evidently, it must be under the weather. That ain't Kwame the rapper. A little under the weather. <laughs> no, he couldn't to come on this show lying and acting like you ain't never said nothing bad about fucking Trump. Don't come on this motherfucking show. With that bullshit. You know what I'm talking about, John. I didn't say anything about like, Trump. Well, I, I I have to stop you before you start. You in that fucking I, I said he cut his I said he cut his finger. Okay, so yeah, so Jay <laughs> oh, said, I hope thing. you're feeling better. That's what we heard. That's yeah. not Kwame that's not Kwame the rapper, is it, Jay? No. From back in the day? No. He makes this okay. guy he has a Clothing company. Oh, okay. By the way, Jay, real, when is my sweatsuit supposed to arrive? He's got a real clothing arrive? company. <laughs> One that sells clothes. What'd you say, Beckman? When is my sweatshirt supposed to arrive? I don't know yet. You got you had you haven't paid for nothing. Oh, I thought you said you sent it. <laughs> no, you. I, I no, I was gonna send it, but you start talking shit. Remember. I told you, once you start talking shit, I wouldn't. I wouldn't send it. I'll send it to you. I'm thinking about just oh, bringing damn. it with me. Yeah, oh, you damn. talk shit. I told you about talking shit to me. You, I you, you told try to you, get, you get with. I said because you I, said I, you were sending. You don't have six hundred. I said. I said send her five hundred and deduct a hundred for the sweatsuit. It's wow. a hundred. Well, it's a hundred. It's a hundred and twenty-five. Well, you oh. said I'm not getting the pants. No, it's 125. Oh, uh, it's 100. Um, yeah, it's 100. Okay. Then, de- then deduct 120. Jay, do me a favor. No, I'm, deduct I wanna, 150. Wanna, I'll bring it when I bring it. I don't even know if I want to bring it. You got to bet. As soon as you start acting like Reese, you get on my my bad side. God damn it. Bring it, bring it when you come, and then we'll go shopping for shoes. How's that sound? All right, and I'm going to send Donna her money. I just haven't had time to – I got I just forgot, to be honest with you. Ah, uh, that's what I keep telling Donna every morning. Oh, he forgot. 
Yeah, you didn't remind me. I'll be doing shit, John. I got I got real shit to do. Well, I sent you her, uh, whatever you call that. Thing. What is that thing called? That motherfucker say every morning, Donald say you got my money. She wants to say every morning, you got my money. Yeah. Well, first of all, Donna says, and what, has and, Jay sent so his money yet? Let me make this clear to you guys. I don't <laughs> Here owe we go. him Here anything. We go. I, didn't, I didn't tell him to buy anything. I'm giving no, it. This is out of the generosity um, of his heart. I'm just letting, I'm just letting everybody know because I know because you make it into something else. So I just want you guys to know I didn't. He didn't. I didn't. Um, I, I don't owe money because I owe money. I just said because I couldn't make it. Um, I would. I would be gracious enough to pay that. So just right. to, just so right. that y'all know. That's right. Because John That's Beckham right. He was gracious enough. Into, that's right. So what I have no problem. Um, John Beckman bought a ticket. I couldn't make it because I had too much stuff going on. I shouldn't have even said I was coming. I didn't know. Um, but because I went to, um, once I went to South, South Africa, Africa. My, my, body just, my body just shut down really on on that Friday. I just... And I and Mary, it's, and Mary it's really and Mary, it's no big deal. It's just a six hundred dollar ticket. It's no big deal. But, but if it wasn't was a big deal, Mary, you wouldn't have bought it. Mary, it's a big deal. Because if it wasn't a big deal, you wouldn't have He was just gracious enough to want to pay for it because he couldn't make it. It was very very kind. It is it is a big deal. Because if it wasn't a big deal, he wouldn't be saying that to me. He would have, he would have told me no. off air. He would have said, "Hey, um, Jake, um, don't forget." And I would have said, "Oh my God, thanks for reminding me." So he, it's a big deal because he makes it one. <laughs> so by the way, Mary, I did tell him that off air five times already. <laughs> That's a, now, now you're going to hell for lying. Now I'm gonna wait even longer. <laughs> <laughs> now you ain't even getting the money. So uh, I didn't expect it, anyways. I just want oh, my sweatshirt man. that he made sure. You know what, Beckman? I'm so mad you at you. Get you're not even getting the. You're not yeah, even getting the sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. What'd you say? You probably uh, too tall for the sweatpants. I said, Jay, uh, charge me for the sweatpants. I don't care. He goes, you didn't order the sweatpants. You're not getting the sweatpants because I'm mad at you. I said, okay, Why okay, okay. You calm order down. The sweatpants? Because I don't want the sweatpants. I just wanted the sweatshirt, the sweat top. That's what that's what that's what, that's what um that's what um Jefferoni said, and then I sent Jefferoni the sweatpants with him. Just I just gave him a pair, and he liked them so much. Now he ordered a second pair. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Send me the sweatpants. I may like them so much. I may order no, another I'm pair. I'm gonna do exactly You'd be lucky you if you even get a goddamn sweatshirt at this point, Becky. All I know is I'm the last to get anything. I'm the last to get because anything. Your attitude, because, because you talk, because you talk so much shit. <laughs> you don't just know how to be cool. Uh, you know, you, you know how to. Yeah. You want to be. You want to be baby Ruth. You know, I've heard Mary, of baby Ruth. Now, if, if you were the candy bar, John, you'd be baby Reese. Mary, I am so cool. I am so cool, Mary. You Chocolate wouldn't believe covered nuts. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, Jay, do you think Babe Ruth made any money from that candy bar? Did that come out before he died? Of course they came out before sure. he died. I'm not sure if it did. There you go. Yeah, I don't know how much money he made. You know, uh, what the trick is that when we look at Babe Ruth, right, you know, his life is so, um, all of them, whenever we look at anybody on celluloid, their life looks so cool because you don't get to see the trauma of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because ba- Babe Ruth in his heyday, that was the 1920s and 30s. So we don't know. Yeah, but, you know, he's the highest, he's the highest paid baseball player. You know, you know he's, um, he's a celebrity. But you could just look at celebrity life now and just know what celebrity life must have been back then, even though. I'll bet you, you, know, I'll bet you Babe Ruth made more money after he died versus when he was alive, at least his estate did. Well, yeah, because, you know, people say that, but the reason why the estates make so much more money is because the person who who owns the estate or or the estate um, is based around is not dead to spend any. I mean, it's not alive to spend anything. Right, just like Michael Jackson. Look how much money he made after he died, his estate. Now I bet yep. you I know who got money. I bet you I know who got money from his candy bar was Reggie Jackson. Remember when the Reggie, uh, the Reggie bar came out when he was oh, with yeah. the Yankees? He probably made a lot yep. of money from that. And I remember having a Reggie bar. It was good. It was. Actually, absolutely was good, and I still love Baby Ruth still to, to today. Most of the time, <laughs> those things like that, they just it's like a Hershey's bar, but they just repackage it with somebody else's name oh, on it. Oh, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> they still sell Baby Ruth today, and once in a while I'll grab one at the checkout stand. They're good. Uh-huh. They sure do. So they still sell lemon heads and Boston baked beans and Laffy Taffy and sauce and cheese and shit. But one candy I couldn't stand was uh, candy corn. I can't stand candy corn. Remember we used to get that for Halloween? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of candy corn. Oh my god, that was the worst. But then my dad loved that shit. It just just tastes like it was just sweet. Just sweet. Yeah, it was just sugar. Now, I like the the raisins, the chocolate raisins at the... uh, What? At the movie theater. (laughs) Yeah. The The raisinettes. And the snow caps. My My favorite candy of all time going to a movie was Starburst. And then one day I'm eating a Starburst, and my tooth fell out. The goddamn Starburst took my tooth out. I said, that's it. I'm done with Starburst. My teeth are falling out. Literally took it out. I'm lucky I didn't swallow it. Uh, 
That happened to me with the cookie roll. I used to like Tootsie Rolls, too. Tootsie Rolls were good. Chico sticks were good. You a Tootsie Roll. That's why. That's your favorite thing. You do the Tootsie Roll. Yeah. I did the Roach Roll. Let me roll. What was your favorite Mary. candy? What was your favorite candy, you said? Just the left two lanes to turn left on the pocket room. What's that? Oh, one of my favorite candy bars? Yeah, what was your I'd favorite candy one bar? Mm, a Heath bar I like. Oh, Is that like a Heath bar? Did that have no. nuts in it or just caramel? No, it didn't run even care. It was toffee, like a brittle. Oh, covered oh toffee, covered, yeah, okay. Like a heath, and a, and a, like a toffee, chocolate-covered toffee. Yeah, I'm, I can visualize the package right now. I'm, I can see the package. Yeah, I like Snickers. Oh, man. M&M's Apple, with did peanuts. Ever, did, you, did you ever eat a Snickers Frozen? Remember, that was a fad. No. You put them in your freezer? No. What, baby? I'm trying to get up here. <laughs> yeah, I used to, I used to your, up here. Is that your grandbaby? That's my granddaughter. She, she followed me. What's up, baby? Huh? Okay. I got it. How old is she? He's getting ready for the cookie. He's getting ready for the cookie. He's getting ready for the cookie. Back, 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 back. Back to the pack. Back to the pack. Yeah. Yeah. How old is she? How old is she, Yusuf? Probably about. How old is Ray Ray? Year and a half. About six. Wow. That's cute. You know what? I wish I had children so I could experience that. You know what? That's that's a blessing. Oh, you're yeah. lucky. I... Yep, I am. Fortunate. Yep. I don't know about lucky, if you want to call it luck, but I'm fortunate. Fortunate. You're the fortunate. To come my way. You're the fortunate son. <laughs> I'm the only son. Are you are you the an only are you an only son? You didn't have siblings? No. <laughs> yeah, I had sisters. Oh, okay. Okay. Sisters. Are you the youngest Sister. or the oldest? The oldest. Oh and they okay. taught me so okay. much. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Now, do they do all do they all have children as well? No, just two of them. Just two of them. Okay. Yeah. Just two of them. Well, that's a blessing. Yeah, being that you didn't have it, I'm sure you kind of like that. I don't. And you know what, Donna and I, we talk about who the hell is going to take care of us when we're older. Now, I'm serious. We had that conversation. Because I, you know, I help my other siblings take care of my parents, and then when you don't have children, you kind of think about that stuff. 
Yeah, I thought about that too. Because I saw my my grandmother take care of her father. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a daughter. You know, it's kind of important. Absolutely. I saw that part. But yeah, you you haven't had any children. Why you why what why, why you didn't have any children? Was it your choice? Because I know people that don't want to have children. No, no. Well, at first, my first marriage, my wife wanted to have children right away, and I was scared, so I left because you know oh, wow. I, my parents left me when I was twelve years old. They got divorced, yeah. and I didn't I didn't live with any of them. I lived with my sister. So I always I always had this baked in my memory that unless I could have children, I want to be able to make sure I could care for them. And at yeah. 27, when I got married, my first wife wanted to have babies right away. But I wasn't yeah. financially secure or professionally right. secure in any way, shape, or form. So I got the right. hell out of there. And, right. and when I met Donna, we've been married now almost 17 years. When we first met, we tried to have children through uh in vitro fertilization, but that didn't work. And uh, so it is what it is. We just couldn't have kids. I'm glad you didn't have kids, John, because you would have gave them cancer with all them goddamn cigarettes you smoke. You, you know what? Keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> I'm not I, 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 boy, I'm bringing him up good, Put just a little bit more bass in there. Just a little bit more bass. You almost got it, right there. That was no, no, that was that was perfect. The time was perfect. The cadence was perfect. Hey, hey. If I had if I had the clap, I would have gave you the the the, 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 the super clap. Yay! Jay, <laughs> yeah, I bring Keep them up with. Keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't say fucking mouth. I just said your your mouth. So. <laughs> yeah, but well, that's 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 where you be fucking up. I know, I know. You still scared. You still scared. scared let, let that melanin break through. Let that melanin break through, man. You, you got a little bit. You I, got freckles, don't you? you I used to. When I was a kid, I had freckles. Oh, you said, I'm wow. not scared of death now. Going on, by, you know, you tell us everything that's going on in the world. It scares the shit out of me. I'm glad I'm not a 10-year-old now versus a 62-year-old. Because I can't imagine well, you know what, what this world will be like. The re- no, you know what? They said that our grandparents said that about us when we were kids. The world You're right. looks different. The world looks different in young eyes. You know, we just, you know, we got these old eyes now, man. And, you know, and and then and one day they're going to be elderly eyes. You know what I'm, and I was just listening to Kente say how, you know, his grandmother took care of her father. So, you know, I just wanted, you know, I, you know, my daughter will probably take care of me, and I could just see myself, the older I get, you know, the more tired you get, that you say, you know what, this, it's time to lay down and let right. this thing go, you know. 
See, but you're so fortunate, you Jay, because you do have a daughter that will take care of you, whereas Donna and I are like, oh, my God, we got to get very close to our nieces and nephews, so hopefully one of them will take care of us because we don't have kids. Or, or, or you'll find somebody, you'll meet somebody that's young, that appreciates you guys, that come and check on you, and that person will become family to you. And that yeah, person right. will be the person. I, I remember because yeah. it's like that story you told us last week where the – who was the wealthy guy that left all his fortune to his gardener? Yeah. Because everybody like that. wasn't shit. Yeah. Right. Who was that guy? Oh, that was Hermes. Hermes, yeah. But you got to make yeah. sure that they're worth it because some of them do it, may be doing it just to get your profit or get whatever you want. Well, no, no. The, uh, well, first of all, if you got to do that, if you got to do all of it, um, people, elderly people become wiser than people think. They're not as feeble. Now, when you're feeble and you've got people whose minds are gone, that's one thing. But just because you get older, you know how to sit, you know how to sit through bullshit. It's like I, was, I went to go see a friend of mine, and, um, you know, we ain't super cool friends, but we're cool. And then, you know, um, and he was like, I sure like that bracelet. That's a nice yeah. bracelet. Motherfucker, you ain't getting it. You're not getting that because you say you like it because cause I'm coming to see you because you're sick. So, you know, right. you, you, you know how to game recognize game. Oh, old people know how to put yeah, the rope of dope true. on you. This is very true. I just because my aunt, she passed away recently and she had no kids and no husband. And I got a cousin of mine who is fighting the rest of the family trying to take over our house. And we're just like, we don't want the house. We just wanted to get the memories that were in the house. And she's just like, no, I sued Granny wow. for her house, and I'm doing this estate for this one. And it's like, bitch, you never worked for anything hard in your life. She's never worked for anything for herself in her life. So, of course, she's just going after whatever she could grab. Yeah, that's terrible. I, I have a half sister right now. Uh, her mother has signed over um, control to one of her step uh, her stepdaughters, and my sister is not liking that at all. She's like really disgusted about it. Like um, she wants to fight her for it. But I'm, I, you know, I tell my wife this because she had a situation where her auntie gave uh, someone control. I said, if it wasn't yours from the beginning, why are you worrying about it now? I said, where were you when she was sick? You didn't even know she was sick to the end. I said, man, look, I don't fight with people's stuff. I tell I tell everybody, it's yours. I had one guy had me laughing. I had him laughing because my mom, we was at uh, one of the family functions, and I told my mom something crazy. And he said, well, when you leave, you she gonna, you going to want her money? I said, man, you better ask somebody. He said, yeah, <laughs> you don't ask for nobody's shit. I said, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck about you. That's your shit. And when it's all said and done, 